Hello. Hi. Welcome to the eighth. <laughs> you got it wrong again. It's a running gag. This, <laughs> this is not podcast legacy. Oh, oh hey, hey, nobody, nobody gets that. Uh... <laughs> wow, that was in stereo. Let's start again. This podcast is coming to you in stereo. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, Ken, I want <laughs> I want a podcast. You want a, you want to cast a pod? I want to cast my pods. Well, let's into your mouth. <laughs> is that the trap? Yeah. Ah, shit. Okay. The trap is you <laughs> filling me. Okay. Um. No. Well, let's let's do that. Today's, a... today's podcast is, is very serious. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. It's impossible to tell from the. The, the beginning. opening tone of that, but it is extremely serious. Do, this is where this is a serious podcast. We're going to have a serious one. Yeah, this it's is. A bit serious. A, I'm as serious as cancer when I tell you that this podcast is a dancer. This is a podcast that is shite. All right. What's that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you you just you just make up tunes on the spot. You should be a musician. Yeah, I should. Thank you. I am. Go and be one then. I am, I'll, I'll, I am a I'll take over here. You go. go I am a music. Go and learn a music. We did the theme song for the Kansas Show. Oh, yeah, we, we did. Not, yeah, we did. And it went to number one <laughs> on the list of bad songs yeah. that you shouldn't listen <laughs> that to. Only you and I know. Yeah. <laughs> so today's subject is uh, essentially, in, if we had to boil it down, it's actually quite broad, I would say. Yeah. But we're basically talking about like violent cinema, extreme horror. Extreme, extreme horror. Extreme horror we're yeah. calling it extreme horror. I mean, although that again, all these terms are like, arguable. Like, yeah. For what they well, call. we've we've said to each other, you know, we've yeah. we've got like heaps of stuff to discuss within the horror thing, and yeah, it's we really do. we really need to sort of. Uh, have it sort of compacted, I think. So, picking extreme horror is a good one. I think we, I think we've got a lot to to go on. Yes, there. we definitely do. But let's kick off with a little, uh, a, yeah. li- a little fun, a little beginning, a little fun. Well, like we usually talk about films we've seen recently. Yeah, at the well, start, we, and we've both well, seen films in the cinema. Recently. You say we usually do that. We've done that like once. Yeah, well, we now we usually do it. <laughs> <laughs> From this moment on, yeah. we'll do it. Yeah. Okay. So, what what did you see, Stu? I saw the Nice Guys, uh, directed by Shane Black. <laughs> Subtitle finish last. No, it's not subtitled that. Okay, well, that was just a guess. Fucking I don't know. Liar. <laughs> I've not seen it. Mm. Well, it's 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 starring Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. Ryan Ryan Reynolds. No. Uh, I don't really know what to say about it. Besides, I enjoyed the hell out of it. I had a really good time watching it. Why did um, you enjoy the hell out of it? <laughs> it? I thought it was funny. I thought it was engaging. I didn't feel patronised by it. I didn't know what was going to happen next. You mean? And it moves along at a pretty fair clip, which is quite nice as well. Like a lot, a lot of stuff happens in it. That's good because like Shane Black is obviously yeah. quite used to patronising people. I'll uh, Iron Man three. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, we disagree, but that's yeah. fine. That's that's fine. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I've, I've, I'll make a point of seeing this. Um, I thought it was rather good. I, I, I thought it was funny. I was impressed by Russell Crowe because he didn't annoy me, and that's quite rare. That's that is a rare thing indeed. Mm, yeah. Um, I can think of oh, there's a there's a kid in it. Um, <laughs> like one of the characters' daughters, and I think she's fucking revelation. She's brilliant. Is it set at Christmas? No, not entirely. There is a very brief part at the end setting Christmas. He he, he can't let Christmas go. I think he really he, can't. I think he wishes it could be Christmas every day. Yeah, I think he made that song up. <laughs> um, okay, you know the, that song. Yeah, you know the. Oh wait, I'm thinking of a different song. Like joke doesn't even work. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I was okay. about to say you know the bit in that song where the guy goes, "It's Christmas." And yeah, that's a different that, song. That, that is an entirely that's a different song. Yeah. Anyway, you... on a coincidental note, that is still Shane Black doing that. Yeah. 
Okay. But it's not relevant. Anyway. Fair, fair enough. Um, yeah, Shane Black's having a bit of a, a comeback, isn't he? Yeah. Um, He's got a bit of come on his back. Who, who put that there? I, his dad. I don't think his dad would be alive at this point. Doesn't mean he couldn't. Who's, who's his dad? Frank Black. <laughs> no, his dad is the Men in Black. <laughs> Just, the, oh, son of a hundred Men in Blacks. Yes. Ooh. Oh, uh, oh, uh, you like like yeah. that, didn't you? Yeah. Um, yeah, Russell Crowe. I can think of one film that he's not annoyed me in, and that was a film he wasn't in. Okay, great. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Um, okay, anything else? No. Okay, well, I saw X Men Apocalypse. Oh, and I feel just really bad. Is it uh, bad? Well, it's. Oh, do you know what? It's like really. <clears throat> What everything that you got right? Well, I know we sort of disagree on this, but everything yeah. that I think you got right in Days of Future Past, mm. he just arses up mm. in X Men Apocalypse. So what you're saying is it's the best X Men movie? It is the best X Men movie. Yeah, okay. But if you were to look at it from a certain point of view, the worst X Men mm. movie. Mm. It's definitely not the worst. Well, I mean, I've only seen the tra- some of the trailers, and I thought it looked insipid, to be honest. Well, it's it's like there's there's a bit. Uh, sorry, going to be spoilers in this. Can't speak without spoilers. Hmm. There's a bit where um, uh, Professor X is having this mind battle with Apocalypse, and in in the mind battle, he's actually getting sort of beaten down. Hmm. <clears throat> and it's been built up uh, for the whole movie that Jean Grey's got these untapped psychic yeah, powers. So he's getting beaten down, and it keeps cutting back to her doing like a frowny face, yeah, like that. Well, I can't, you, they you, can't you, see you, what he's you, doing. You can't see. Which you can see. Ken's doing a yeah, frowny face. He's okay. d- I'm doing a frowny face. And she it keeps cutting back to her doing like that. So yeah. basically, it does that for about five minutes, and you're just waiting for her to intervene. Yeah. Because it's so widely telegraphed. Yeah. And we're going, you know, let's, let's get on with this. You know, it's like, you, you know, I, this, this could have been shortened to about an hour. Ken's and, looking at his watch. You know. <laughs> I, I'm having to do audio description for this. <laughs> Ken has forgotten the format we use. <laughs> Well, you mean this isn't webcam? It's not webcam. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, yeah, so they, they keep cutting back to her doing that for like five minutes, and then she intervenes. And I'm like, I saw that coming a mile off. Anybody with like the remotest semblance of intelligence saw that you were going for mm. that. Why not just fucking get on with it? Why do that? You, you stretched it out beyond all comprehension. There's stuff in it that just, I don't know, it, it seems like a real step back from Days of Future Past. It's like, over in it. Wolverine is briefly in it. Cool. Is it, um, is it any good? No, he's not. It's ah. a total, total misuse of Wolverine. What happens? Um, he kills some people. Oh, that's um, it. In a really bloodless, just unengaging. Oh, I thought way. it'd at least be a cameo or something. Yeah, yeah. He's he's got they they basically go into the Weapon X facility. Yeah. And it's him breaking out. Right. I see. Um. So you know, at the end of Days of Future Past, uh, he was left and he had had the bone. Mystic victim. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is given no explanation. Okay. That, that's not followed up on at all. Well, when we next meet him, he's just got the metal claws. Right. And he comes rampaging out again, and it just feels like oh, we've seen this before, mm. you know. And and is this, you know, you haven't bothered to pick up the threads of the last film. Is this going to have any relevance later? Probably not. This this is just really shit. Um, the, the terrible acting from the new cast. Um, you know, like the the guys that play like Cyclops and you know all these mm. sort of established. The Storm is bad as well as Shane. Yeah, she is. Shame, so um, I love her. They're they're totally pissed on though. Right. Like Angel, you know, they they bring him in again 
and he's like, he's already Archangel. Or, well, he, he gets made an Archangel. And right. it's like, but he's given no character at all. Oh, he's one of the horsemen, presumably. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he is one of the horsemen, but he's given no character. It's like, basically, they, they started picking mutants based on, you know, what they thought would be a cool power, rather than yeah. actually giving them any sort of character like they did so well in the first two films. Mm. Um, dull as fuck, yeah, really generic action stuff. I mean, nothing exciting at all in it. I, t- I, I, I cannot recommend well, it in I'll any respect. Way, I... <sighs> You know those movies that come along sometimes from Hollywood, like uh, the Clash of the Titans remake yeah. and uh, Gods of Egypt. Mm-hmm. CGI heavy, yeah, just nonsense. Mummy Returns, <laughs> that sort of thing. Mummy Returns well, is at least fun. X Men no. Apocalypse's trailers made made me think of those movies. It looks, that's that's it fair. Looks like yeah. It just looks like a pissy video game cutscene, and I don't want to watch it. Yeah, well, it's, and I it's, love X Men. I will watch any X Men movie, and I still yeah. don't care about watching this movie. The yet. thing is, it looks the, so boring. The, the problem is that it's like that, and it's not even daft enough that you yeah. can just like sort of switch your brain off. Or, um, you know, so it's it's not even a, a case of it. It knows how shite it's delivering it, and just has fun with it. Yeah, it's just really dull and insipid. And dour and, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, totally. I heard it was long as well. Which it sounds, is. It's yeah. like it's at least two hours. It might even be nearer to two and a half hours. I, so I heard it was like two hours thirty. Yeah, I think I think it is. It, like it, it, felt, it felt like forever. Was it better than Batman vs Superman? Yes, because seriously, nothing, because nothing is worse. No, be honest. Because well, no, it it was. I mean, there, there mm. were you know a few, there were a couple of decent bits, and there was one I'd say well the Quicksilver scene. What, another one? Um, yeah, there's another one which is really good. Okay. Yeah, he gets yeah. he gets another really good scene. Um, and there's a couple of decent bits with Apocalypse. And um, beyond that, there's nothing to recommend it. But yeah, I mean, I didn't enjoy one frame of Batman versus Superman, so it's definitely better. Okay, fair enough. Um, the other thing I saw, of course, was yeah, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles out of the shadows. Yeah. And I wish it had stayed in the shadows. Yeah, because it sucks, right? Because it sucks balls. I haven't yeah. seen it yet, and I really want to because I like. TMNT, okay. But I now the thing between the thing between me and Ken is we have. We have similar but slightly differing opinions of the first Michael Bay one. Yeah, and I call it a Michael Bay one, even though he didn't direct them. As well, but yeah, I this I was. This you know what I mean when I say yeah. Michael Bay one. Well, that now, was... the first one I think is fitfully enjoyable shit, mm. and I'll stick with that. And I've watched it a couple of times, and both times I felt, yeah, I enjoyed watching this, even though it is inept, like it is not good. <laughs> and the second one, based on the trailers. Looked fun as shit. Like it looked so much like fun to me. I wish like, it had. Oh been. my god, it's carnage! I must see this film. Yeah. And now I'm hearing basically from all angles, no, it's really bad. Yeah, the the trailers give a really false impression of how fun it is because yeah. I th- I thought it would be sort of because they're they're lumping in all this fan yeah. service and I thought well you know this might just sort of fly yeah. by. Um, no, I'm afraid right, not. Okay. Um, what you pointed to there uh, about Michael Bay, that's basically yeah. my main point. The Ninja Turtle, the new Ninja Turtles movies are basically Transformers. They have Michael Bay's color palette that he uses for those films. The CGI in it is of a standard that you know it looks like the Transformers to me. Um, it's well, the, the, the that, CGI in the Transformers movies is absolutely incredible. Y- well, like objectively, it's amazing. Y- yeah, they, they throw absurd. <laughs> Resources and money of those films. The problem is the films that the characters the, look like shit, so well, they, they never look good moving. The sense of humor, yeah. That, that oh, the in, sense of humor is pure bay. Yeah. yeah, the sense of humor that is incorporated into those Transformer movies, unfortunately, has yeah. carried over at the Turtles. Yeah. So, yeah. for instance, um, when Bebop and Rocksteady are mutated, there's a whole joke about Rocksteady's got a giant cock now. Right, I see. And I don't want to see that really. Okay. Um, not, not that I don't want to see his giant. Does cock. he make a joke that he's now hung like a? 
Bull? Is that literally mm, it? No, it's just he, he, he opens his trousers and he looks down and he, and he goes, Wow, my man! And they high-five over their huge cocks. Right, I see. I don't really want to see that from a from a thing that I enjoyed as a kid as a cartoon. You know, I, I think we could you do without that. You enjoyed cocks as a kid as a cartoon? <laughs> well, I enjoyed cocks as a kid. Just oh, for God's l- sake. Let's leave it at that. You know what, I'm the dead jokes <laughs> I make, you dick. <laughs> Um, like Teenage Meg- Mutant be box Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> it's as flat. How Seamus in it? How Seamus? It's as flat and as wide as his nose. Um, Seamus is sorry. Yeah. Um, even though they're supposed to be from New York and he's got an Irish accent because he could do accent because he's not an actor. You know. Well, no, he's a wrestler. Well, you could be forgiven. The the the, the cousin of Bebop. Um, man, he's got that look down pat. Hmm. You know, like, you really just, like, it's totally replicated. Well, like from I say, the on the trailers, I thought they looked great. Cool as fuck. Krang is terrible. Is he? Yeah, he really is. No, there's, there's an, oh. Turtles! No, there was a thing, oh god, what is it? Um, the first con- confrontation between him and Shredder. Hmm. And, basically, they, they don't know what to do with that robot suit. Because Krang actually comes out of the suit. You know in the cartoon he's like housed in he's his in a stomach. Compartment, yeah. yeah. Well they actually have him coming out of the suit. And there's a bit in the what confrontation. What do you mean coming out of the suit? That means nothing. Well, like the brain part, him him is hanging out of the suit. It's not encased in the suit. Oh I see. Okay. Do you know what I mean? No, I don't really, but Okay, okay. Really okay. Um anyway, there's yeah. there's a bit like he's he's covered in sort of slime and shit, because he's mm. a brain obviously, and he and he you know <laughs> he thinks he's his tentacle and this stuff goes all over Shredder and it, there's an actual line going oh did I get some tentacle mucus in your face it's like fuck off seriously that's, that sounds that, like is, something that Krang would say is that me. supposed to be funny that's what Krang would say no though. that's not what you would say yeah yeah, he is now he's, well, he's supposed to be a brain he's supposed to be intelligent well, um, yeah, but that's, it, that's like just what's really... unintelligent about saying Whoops! I got some. Well, why is that funny? Why? Like, what's 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 funny? It's meant to be be harrowing and disgusting. It's it's not. It's not. It's not that either. Do you know what is harrowing and disgusting? Sitting through fucking ninety minutes of that. Yeah. Um, Can't wait to do it myself. Do you know what the problem is? Like when 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 they get to stuff like the Technodrome. Yeah. And you're thinking this is going to look badass, and then it does, and then it's pulled apart. Right. Like right after it's fully assembled, because you know that thing in the trailer when you've got the portal. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the Technodrome coming through bit by bit. Yeah. And when it starts assembling, it looks good. And then when it's fully assembled, it looks fucking awesome. And it was like, oh my god, I would love to see this in a proper mm. film. And then they close the portal and it starts getting pulled apart again. So right. you, you get it for like five seconds. Well, you should get um, it, I guess. The fights and the action are totally incomprehensible. Yeah, they usually you, are. You get Megan Fox in a school uniform for no reason. Well, that's fine. Um, it's not fine. Um, it's fine with me. The um, the comic relief is even worse. Casey Jones is a cop. Eh? Yeah. He's they, vigilante, though. Yeah, well, he's not. That no. makes no sense. Yeah, he's he's now a police officer who wants to become detective, and he gets sort of ratted out because um, they think he, they've made up this bullshit story about the turtles and stuff. So he goes, hmm. he goes like, part vigilante, but it's basically to ascend in the ranks of the New York Police Department. Hmm, that's... Which mm, completely inaccurate. misses the point and the fun of Casey Jones. He's, yeah. he's, he's a fucking psychopath. That's weird. Um, yeah, they have, they have no idea what to do with it. Mike, Michelangelo is still a pervert. Beyond, That's fine. No, I'm not comfortable with that at all. Um, I didn't mind it. And it's just, it's just a waste. It's just a, a they, they don't know what to do with that property and make it good. Is it better than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3? 
No. <laughs> I don't believe you. Everything's better than that film. <laughs> Help, I'm a turtle and I can't get up. Funny. No, it's not funny. Thirsty? Oh, no, my butt. <laughs> funny line, right? No. You don't, you don't even get you don't even nonsense, get that. It's nonsense, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it makes no sense. That's, that's, that's the thing. No, it's it's definitely not better. Because the guy that plays Casey Jones is in that third mm-hmm. Turtles movie, and at least that's better really? than... Yeah. All right. And at least that's. Have you not seen it? I are you, are you just guessing remember. that it's I bad? I remember. Okay. Yeah, it's terrible. Don't don't go and watch it, Stu. I'm not going to go and watch it. I'll watch it when it's um, available legally to purchase. L- legally through yeah. through what? Uh, uh, through LimeWire. <laughs> through Kazar Light. <laughs> Napster. Napster. Yeah. <laughs> like they did films. <laughs> they did films of a certain nature. I'll tell you that much. Oh, oh, do you want to get into that? Or shall no, that's we... when I was like, oh, a new Simpsons episode. This is not a Simpsons episode. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is Simpsons XXX. This is lesbians. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much how that went. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't cough at the mic. I'm so, I'm so sorry. You fucking... So, oh. don't, don't make me cough. Okay. Then. You know what? You screeched coffee. to a level that only dogs can hear on the last one, so don't even give me static about it. I did not! <laughs> Don't even give me any crap. Okay. Okay. Good. Um, and that's what you've seen recently. That's what I've seen recently. A load so. of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Just bad films. Yeah. Just bad films. I, I feel really depressed actually. So from one extremely horrible movie. Uh, uh, wait. Hang on. To a uh, turtles. Oh yeah. <laughs> to extreme. <laughs> to extreme horror. I thought we'd begin by uh, sort of talking about how we sort of become, maybe sort of become aware of this as a thing, as a genre. Okay. Or as a okay. subgenre within horror. But I think first we should maybe, we should try and just sort of just define what it, we think extreme horror actually is. Okay. Well, like you've, it seems to be, I mean, horror is always kind of boundary pushing, would you say? Yeah. Right. Okay. It's, it's always like not towing the PC line, sort of fairly deliberately. Yeah. Um, Extreme horror seems to be about, um, for me, it's about the suffering more, right. as as opposed to like, you know, using the the violence aspect to uh, create um, shock or to create laughter, like some sort of elation. It's about really putting you through the mill, yeah. Uh, as a, as a viewer, really making you watch something that you don't want to see. It's it's that kind of experience, right? Yeah. You got anything? Uh, I mean, I I would I would say as well as being about the the sort of making you know making you empathise with what a character is experiencing, but mm. in a specifically visceral sort of violent it's, basis. It's, it's a difficult so thing to like, define, actually. I mean, you take something like I mean, what we're going to talk about later is the Saw movies, and, yeah. and the idea is that you you are going to pe- see people get creatively fucked up or killed. Yeah. Usually killed. Yeah, I think the body count is averaging about eight per movie. There, <laughs> you know, it would not yeah. surprise me. Yeah, and uh, you've got that, and then you've got uh, stuff that's about like effects as well. Yeah, uh, there's also effects. there also seems to be more of an element of like sadism. Would you say? Yeah, like, definitely. Like, really, yeah. not not even just in this sort of. Um, the visceral sort of bloodletting mm. sense, but just putting people through an emotional ringer, like yeah. just making them. Feel degraded. Yeah, just humiliation some, is some, part something. Of it, yeah. Something that's just mm. nasty. Um, like for, I mean, to, 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 to a comparison, I suppose you take, say, the Freddy movies or the Friday movies. Yeah. And even in them, you've got 
cruel and unusual death, you know? Yeah. Like you've got in like the in Friday one, you've got the Kevin Bacon with the arrow. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's the, a creative. The, the, the Friday the 13th um, yeah. series basically lived or died yeah. on how creative the killers were. But even were. then, while they were creative, they weren't necessarily lingering. And, no. And um, there's there's a sense of playfulness. Perverted, there's, you know? there's yeah, and there's also a sense of just um, they don't create characters that you sympathize with they create stock characters that are then killed off in really disgusting creative ways yeah so it, that it, so that you can sort of it's to allow you to enjoy it you're not actually investing in somebody's story you're not going like oh my god that, that person that i really like just got killed it's like i cannot wait for this douchebag to get it in the nuts yeah kind of, kind of thing. <laughs> you know like that guy what is it i think it's the third one he's walking across the floor and doing a handstand and Jason comes up behind him and just splits him in half, like groin first. That'll no, teach that... you for doing something agile. <laughs> yeah, you prick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you young teenager. Doing asshole. a handstand, having fun, are you? <laughs> we'll see to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Which Freddy is a... versus Jason. Smoke pot, do you? Bisected. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but Extreme Horror is not like that. It's really making you feel it hmm. as much as it can. Uh, the, yeah, I, 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 I think we can, we could, we'd spend a lot of time defining this. So let's move mm. on from that pretty quickly. But yeah, go for it. Yeah, the basic idea, I suppose. I mean, I'm going to think, thinking about like the first sort of awareness as a film viewer of extreme horror. It sort of comes hand in hand with my first awareness that there is such a film thing as art cinema. Really, mm. now I wouldn't class these as necessarily art cinema. I'm not going to go okay. ahead and call the collector art cinema. But I remember when I was younger and I was reading Total Film um, and seeing like a full page advert for the Last House on the Left DVD that was coming out. The Anchor Bay one. Wow. Totally, yeah. Like a mainstream thing like Total Film did a full page out for Last yeah, House on the yeah, Left. Yeah, the, the, the Anchor Bay DVD because it was the first time it had come out on uncut. DVD. Uncut? Not, not uncut. Oh, the original was DVD, it still the cut? First, it wasn't uncut until about 2006, Three, seven. No, later than that. Later than uh, that? It was, they did a three-disc edition that had a kind of newspaper cover. Right. And that was the first uncut edition, because okay. there was a shot... Uh, well, I'll talk about this, but basically, this first, they have this thing, and I'm like, what the hell is this film? I've never heard of this film. It must be some old, obscure kind of horror film. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, this film was like that was previously banned, now released, like, now finally released. I'm like, what the hell? They ban movies? Like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, why would they ban a movie? Yeah. And I keep reading, it's like, also including, like, the Krugan Company alternate cut. And I'm like, alternate cut? What the hell is an alternate cut? What <laughs> world have I entered? You know, what world have I entered? And my mind is like exploding with possibilities at this point. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I go into uh, what used to be Andy's Records on um, uh, Burley Street in Cambridge. Uh, Fitzroy Street, sorry. Not that mm. it fucking mattered. And, uh, <laughs> I go was in it, there, and this is when they're on the Was it the, the shop of, on the, the house of the edge? Uh, <laughs> the <laughs> shop of the house on the edge. No one's going to get that. Shop of the and, park uh, on the edge. Shop of yeah. the house on the edge? That doesn't even make sense. Fucking hell, if you're going to be funny, Ken. Well, just, house on like, the park on the edge doesn't make sense either. To me, no, right? it doesn't. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Two people will get we, that. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, guys. But um, <laughs> it's us. Yeah. Yeah. I um so I went to Andy's Records and that was just that was still when you could go into a shop and you would have say eighty percent VHS and twenty percent DVD. Yeah, yeah. This oh, is I, miss, early days I miss those days, man. I don't miss them because why would you miss them? Because VHS is awesome. Yeah, that's true. Actually, I do miss those days. Yes. <laughs> um, and I would go and look at the horror section, and I'm finding stuff like. I've never even, like, because I never looked in the horror section before, because I didn't watch horror films. Oh, right, okay. And I'm like, Cannibal Ferox, for example, yeah. uh, one of the video nasties. Uh, Vipco put this version out, and all it is is black cover, black on the back, all black, jet black, Cannibal Ferox logo, like, volcanic looking, just like yeah. 80s type, previously banned film in 56 countries or whatever. And I'm like, 
this item is the forbidden fruit. This is like the this is like exciting to mm. me because I'm adolescent. Fucking, this is like the movie that's evil. You shouldn't watch this movie. Yeah. This is like the previously banned movie. I have no idea that this this this, this is missing like nine fucking minutes yeah. because of the BBFC. See, but just... that to me is me going like this. I I, I now know about art house and yeah. non-mainstream cinema. That's I, how it happens. This, you, you're just reminding me of something, and this this is just, it's a bit like a sort of sense memory, so I'll keep it brief, because I'll let you go into your point, but yeah. like going into a video show... Oh, I have no point. I'm just no, because you, you were going to get on it last house, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, was, yeah. I'll, I'll let you get on that in a minute, but yeah. it's like, that. I miss that sensation of going into a video shop, and I spent ages looking at the horror section, not even really taking in what I'm seeing, but do you remember, like, the, the 80s was particularly good for, like, posters and art cover well, and stuff. Unfortunately, like they, 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 I was three when they ended, right. so I unfortunately don't really have a memory. Okay, but if, if you've ever gone back and looked at what they oh, produced yeah. in that decade, yeah. they, they were just... They were really focused on drawing you into something, like the the colour palettes and stuff that they used for the for the cover art and shit. And I remember just being transfixed by that, not really knowing what the hell I was looking at. But also that thing, and I, I don't know, maybe this is just me. You pick up a, like a video in the horror section, and it feel it felt tainted, like it, it felt I know exactly what you're grubby. About. Like you you would feel it clinging to your fingers after you put it down. About, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. it's that kind of like this is something I probably shouldn't be. When like, you get that near. slight sensation that you're being naughty, yeah, that you're being transgressive. But it, but it, the, there was a sort of grunge yeah. to to like just looking at it. You mm-hmm. know, it was yeah. That that's a strange sensation. I've never. They never replicate it now. Everything, everything just feels well, kind of safe. You know? One of the first, now that I think about it, one of the genuinely the one of the first horror films I saw, and this is you're not going to believe me when I tell you this, man. Mm. One of the first horror films I ever saw was Freddy vs. Jason. Fucking yeah. hell! Seriously, I did not watch horror when I was younger than that ever, and I wanted to see Freddy vs. Jason because I've been reading up about all these horror movies and all these Freddy movies and Jason movies, and I'm like, I want to see that. That sounds fun. So I went and I got from, there used to be on uh, Mill Road, this hooky-ass shop around the back. So you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> around the back? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember and, this one. Yeah. Is this where you went the, uh, the guinea pig one? Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they had a pirate copy of the Freddy vs. Jason, and I'm like, nice, I'm having that. Watched it, garbage quality, but I watched the whole thing, and I, I had a lot of fun watching it. And I was like, hey, I think I like horror movies now. To think that that is one of the first ones you saw makes me feel really old. Thanks well, very it's not much. the case of that, because I didn't start watching them until I was, you know, yeah. a certain age. But that, That's that, even that's before I met you. That's that's really weird. Yeah, it, it was. Wow, yeah. okay. And, uh, and then after that, I kind of got into it. But even, I guess even before that, I guess my gateway was like I was interested in the X-Files, and that's kind of horror. So yeah, that's, that's definitely got but horror. But really, movies. well, getting back to the point, I guess, was yeah, Last so you were, House on the Left. you saw this, like... Magazine. And I did. And I, I'm trying to remember where I first would have seen that. I think it's when I bought the box set, which is the box of the band they put out, which is all yeah. a load of all previously banned films. What has that got in it again? Um, I can't remember exactly, but it's well, it's got Last House. It's uh-huh. got. This is one of those one of those things where I say I can't remember, and then I remember it perfectly. And then you remember it perfectly. It's yeah. got zombie. It had zombie flesh eaters, and that was a big deal because it was the first uncut release of zombie flesh eaters yeah. in the UK ever. Um, it had Nightmares and a Damaged Brain, which was cut to ribbons. Yeah. Scuzzy, scuzzy movie, by the way. That's that's still not uh, released uncut, uh, right? It's not. It's uncut somewhere. Yeah. And if they try to pass it now... No, now that I think about it, I think they actually are about to release it on Blu-ray uncut. Nightmares on a Damaged Brain. Blu- Why on put Blu-ray? that on yeah. Blu-ray? Na- a Seriously. movie that looks like garbage. Arse. 
actual yeah, arsenal. Like arsenal. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and that's coming. And, and there's a few other ones on there. I I don't. Really and they did like two or three of those boxes. They did two of them. Yeah, yeah. And the second one I didn't buy. Um, yeah, fair enough, because that's probably good. like lower end shit. It was actually kind of interesting, but it didn't really have anything exclusive in it that was worth buying oh, it for, enough. and it was yeah. a little bit rarer as well. But anyway, I watched Last House, and I'm like, finally, Last House, and then I finally can watch this. Mm. So now I'm saying that, and I'm wondering if the first version I got was actually in the Wes Craven collection, but whatever, it doesn't matter. It doesn't okay. matter. And I watched the movie, and I was kind of like, okay, this this is... Uh, this is a strange one. I don't know how to process this because Last House on the Left is effectively, it's been described as a very loose remake of Virgin Spring. Mm, in, yeah, uh, which, movie, which I've seen. Which yeah. I would describe as more or less complete horseshit trying to make the film sound more like meaningful. Uh, well, well than actually I think is, that there's, there's definitely an influence. I mean, the, the plot is yeah. essentially the same. Um, Last House is a... <sighs> I, I'm quite close to that film for the reasons I've already described, which is it's the film that got me to like films. Stu genuinely has about six or seven copies I, of that I film. I actually do. And I used to have more. Um, yeah. <laughs> and if they release more versions of it, I'll keep buying it. So <laughs> I, I'm a really big fan. Well, it's like I've got four copies of Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm. I do not need four copies, but I've got four copies mm. and I ain't getting rid of one. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. I've got one different bonus extra on the box set. You got one of the boxes. Yeah, that's set, that's, that's, that's it. Was, oh, I'm out. Yep. Yeah, um, the last house is essentially a couple of friends going to concert. They meet up with a bad lad and they get like raped and murdered. Basically, yeah, but not just raped, like humiliated. Yeah, humiliated. As and well. they, they have sort of, a bad time. Yeah, in the tortured. Forest, um, um, with and this gang to, of murderers. Yeah, um, seems to go on forever. Uh, yeah, stuff. it's now it is it is very unpleasant. To view, mm. but it's based compared to even I would say now this is this is to a degree ignoring the sexual violence aspect of it because that is extreme. Mm. The way the sexual violence is shot is not especially graphic, I would say. No, definitely. But not. the act is obviously heinous enough that it mm. doesn't need to be, you know. Yeah. Um, but I would say in terms of actual violent and bloody violence, it's it's tame tamer than Saw One. Yeah, and that's like a what? That's that that that's and, and that's just a standard eighteen no cuts. Yeah, I don't know if it was cut by distributor or what, but it's not. If Last House on the Left didn't have the frankly brief rape scene, I think that would be easy fifteen. Easy. Mm, yeah, and that's weird to think about now. Yeah, given um, that it was banned yeah. for how long? <sighs> Well, it's like 20, 25 years or 30 years or something, right? Well, a long-ass time. Yeah. Because you could get it on VHS briefly in, yeah. obviously, the video Nasty Times, which we're going to get onto. Yeah. But then they took it away again. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. It, there were, I mean, the thing is, in recent years, and by recent years, I mean shit. I just poured drink all over myself. I mean, the last, <laughs> say, 20 years or so, and that is not that long. Uh, last 10, 15 years, maybe, things have been coming out that you would never think would come out yeah, in the no, UK, no and, like completely uncut as well. And uh, Last House was going to come out uncut, and Anchor Bay were like, "Yeah, of course it will get passed now. It's twenty, like two thousand three or two thousand or whatever." I think, and the BBFC were like, "No, take out like fifteen yeah. seconds." And the Anchor Bay were like, "Oh, what the fuck? You know what?" But I think I think that represents uh, and the attitude of a certain person at the BBFC who willfully dismissed the idea that this had any sort of point. That you know, horror films are there just because the yeah. the filmmaker is a complete psychopath, yeah. and you, why are you watching this garbage? And you know, there's there's no there's there's nothing 
there's nothing behind it. You know, they're like yeah. all the all the exploitation and the nastiness in it. There there isn't an inherent sort of point to it. Um, I think he he probably didn't even look at it before going, yeah, his band. You know, mm. kind of thing. I think it represents a very bad attitude. And horror's always carried I this. I would dispute that. To be honest, well, I, th- I think horror's always carried this sort of stigma about it, though. It's like, well, God, you watch that stuff. You uh, know. Yeah, to a degree, especially extreme horror. Yeah, uh, I would dispute the comments regarding the censors, but the thing is, I can't do it with any authority. But I, I oh, that's that's under- just that's just my an idea. understanding is that those people work balls hard to get things passed. They're not there to go. Let's not pass this. I mean, no, but oh, but if, if we're talking like back in the seventies, oh shit, yeah, the, yeah. The, sorry, I thought yeah. you meant the re- no, 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 the no. Re- I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, talking yeah. now, like the attitude of that person that well, was in charge. Back then, we had James Furman, yeah, and James Furman would, Frank would. Now he's both a hero and an awful human, frankly, <laughs> because on one hand he would pass things with, that were art cinema, or he considered art. Mm. Like stuff like Salo, 120 Days of Sodom, and which I won't even watch. Yeah, well, you don't need to, and you know it's good, but there's no need to watch it. Stuff like that, and yeah. like Matrix and stuff like that. And when it came to Texas Chainsaw and Exorcist, he wouldn't pass yeah. them. And Texas Chainsaw is bloodless; it's yeah. almost bloodless. I that's, would say. that's it. That's it. And he wouldn't pass it because he just found it personally to be vile like, and unpleasant. Yeah. And it's like, I'm so glad that's not the cat. That's not up to one guy anymore. Mm, yeah, yeah. No, it's actually up because, to a board. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, but when it came to stuff like In the Realm of the Census, he would say that, oh, we, this film is actually featuring uh, footage that is illegal under British law, but if you were to, say, zoom in this much on this frame, this specific shot, then it would be, we would be able to pass it as like an R or 18 or whatever. Mm. And it's like, he'd work with the art directors, and then when he came across a film he didn't find meaningful, he would just go, I don't, don't care. This is banned, or yeah. this is cut, yeah. this is banned. And that's a double standard. Yeah. And it's frustrating. And it's an appalling but at the same standard. time, it's better than him going, everything is banned. Yes. So there is that. And then, of course, when he retired and later passed away, tons of these films started yeah. to come out immediately. Do you know what? I, I don't think that helps. See, when, when I hear about films that have yeah. that kind of notoriety, yeah. and then I come to view them, I'm always disappointed. And I, have to, and I have to say, that was the case for me with Last House on the Left. I saw yeah. it long after my exposure to horror. I think I, I got it from a guy, somebody, somebody uh, when I was working at Tesco, actually, mm. uh, gave me it. And this is guys that we, this is a guy who would talk about stuff like, um, his name is Dean. Hi, Dean, if you're listening. Mm. Um, he would talk about stuff like Island of Death. Oh, which, right, yeah, which yeah. is just like grotesque, like it's stuff that I, I won't even give. Death is bulls fun. Yeah, I won't even give it the time of day. But he gave me last time. That's not my Island of Death. If I can just briefly, yeah, I think if I'm thinking of the right movie, I think that's the one that has the inexplicable goat fucking scene. That's it. That's it. Yeah, yep. and that's I think he th- I think incredibly funny. He ties down a pensioner and just pisses on her or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. The it's goat th- thing is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in the cinema because it comes out of nowhere. <laughs> There's just out of nowhere he starts trying to rape this goat, yeah. and it's like. <laughs> A. It's like <laughs> A. Yeah, it's like, uh, no. <laughs> I won't. I won't watch it. Um, but yeah, so he gave me Last House on the Left, and I was like really excited because obviously I was well aware of mm. Craven at this point. I was like, oh wow, yeah, a West Craven I've not seen. Yes, Craven. it's good. Um, <laughs> totally unrelated. Yeah. And um, I remember sitting watching it and going, this is really ineffective. Uh, and it's stuff like I mean you've you've got the the comedy subplot yeah, with the two I kept meaning to mention yeah that with with the, yeah. with the two cops that just keep fudging up the investigation. You've got David Hess's twangy guitar over the scene where he's ripping the girls' intestines out, bam, and, bam, and it's just bam. 
the, the every, everything you you know it's an odd thing because that kind of juxt, juxtaposition can work extremely well, but I don't think at that point Wes Craven was particularly a good filmmaker. I think I think he, I... he had all, all the ideas were there, hmm. but I think he was at that point still working through how to execute them in a way that was really effective, the... and it, it didn't make any impression For on me. me. I gave him it back the... and went. Was, well, when yeah. I watched it, I knew about its legacy and its notoriety, and yeah. I wasn't upset by it. I didn't no. find it particularly upsetting, and I, no. I, I can't think of a film off the top of my head right now that I've watched and I've actually gone, oh no, uh, because I've seen like way more extreme stuff like that than that now. Yeah, and I mean the thing is, in my head, it's always, well, this is fake. None of this really mm. happens, so it doesn't really affect yeah. me, and, and that's all. I've always been that way. Mm. The only film that really got under my skin was The Shining. Yeah, which we, which we'll definitely and, cover and, at some point. And Inland Empire, and they do, and they they get under my skin with absolutely yeah, no. Inland Empire is a head fuck. Yeah, well, like, yeah, but that's the thing. That movie scared me legitimately. Like, yeah. not like oh horror movie scared. Like I was afraid after yeah. I watched it for quite a while. I, mm. I felt like the movie hadn't ended and I was somehow in it. Mm. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Not, not like literally, but you know what I mean. It's yeah, such yeah. a dream logic movie that it's scary as hell. And that's almost bloodless. So is The Shining. Apart yeah. from the, the massive amounts of blood coming out of the elevator, obviously. But, you know, I mean, <laughs> you there's not, that? There's, no, there's like one actual, yeah. like, bloody assault. Yeah, 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 in it, yeah. And it's not yeah. even that bad. No, it's not. And, it's not. It's really uh, yeah, not. Yeah. And, that, and, and that's how that happened, really. And of course, weirdly enough, having said that, Last House on the Left was the gateway to stuff like Clockwork Orange and to Kubrick and mm. to all art cinema. Yeah. A meaningful cinema, really. So for that reason, I love it. I respect the hell out of that movie, uh, yeah. despite the fact that I'm fully aware that it's fairly inept. Mm. I think... I mean, the comedy stuff and the borderline racist stuff in yeah. that movie is just like, why is this in here? But knowing... Having having looked at a lot of Wes Craven's films by now, and yeah. heard him speak, and you know, knowing his background, and lis- listening to him speak about that film, and what his intentions are, and what, yeah. what, what um, sort of triggered it, there's obviously a, a really keen intelligence behind it. Um... But the the ex- just base execution of being you know a really good horror film it falls flat for me and yeah. it, and it's a shame because but I mean did you see the remake yeah the remake is fucking wretched the um, remake is as good as a remake of Last House was ever going to be the remake totally misses the point it's as good as a Last House remake was ever going to be it could never have been better than yeah. that and that's not saying it's good it's the single best version sure. of it that they could have made but in two thousand or whatever. It completely undermines and misses the point of the original, which is yeah. like, you know, it's these it's it's always with with Craven, it's always about um this like horrific force basically traumatizing uh middle class white suburbia. Um and it's kinda they they come into this the similar situation, but it's all about the, the family protecting the girl because the girl survives in the remake. Mm. Whereas like in the original it's just pure revenge and it's like where's the where's the dividing line between these criminals who you think are really just horrible and ghastly mm. and these these people who are presenting them an, an image of themselves of being not perfection but kind of you know civilized and then they get into that scenario and they prove themselves to be just as uncivilized as the the people and in fact they they turn the tables on the criminals in like a really brutal way they're, yeah. they're the criminals are totally unprepared for the retaliation of it yeah. um that's that's the interesting thing behind it the, but the the execution of it is terrible but the remake totally undermines that by having the girl survive and then it's got that fucking ridiculous coda with a microwave 
Oh, that is ridiculous. I mean, what, that, yeah. what is that? What yeah, is that? that, that, that yeah. I mean, the thing for me is, like, no one said in the entirety of the production of the film, presumably, microwaves don't work if they're not shut. <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody thought to say that. Well, maybe somebody piped up and he had him fired or something. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Get out. We've yeah, already get, shot it. Get <laughs> <laughs> We did yeah. the microwave yesterday. We already shot that sequence. But it's just, I mean, up until then, it's a fairly flat, but, you know, okay, um, kind of workmanlike uh, yeah. re- recreation of the film. And then it comes to that ending with a head in the microwave and it becomes ridiculous. And I'm sitting there thinking, if you had had that sort of vibe going all the way through the film, I might have enjoyed this. But the fact is that you've, you've carried it off really generically, and then yeah. you've had this spectacular thing right at the end that makes absolutely no fucking sense, which is hysterical. Yeah. And it's like, this doesn't, this is out of another film. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd forgotten about that as well when I saw that. <laughs> when you get something like the, the remake of, say, I Spit on Your Grave. Which I started downloading, and I got halfway through, and then I actually. I, and I, I downloading heard, it, yeah. streaming it legally on Amazon. Yeah, absolutely, Prime, right? absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And then, I, yeah, I got halfway through and went. Why am I doing this? And I just deleted it. Yeah. Without even looking at it. Well, once. I mean, and I I've never seen the original. The, well, the, okay. Well, that's actually something that might be worth talking about because this definitely comes under the extreme cinema. Thing. For sure. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a different type of extreme cinema though because it's not so much about the bloody violence as it is the sexual violence again. Yeah. Uh, because Which rape is... revenge is very much an alive and well genre, unfortunately. Well. Uh, not sure if we should get into this one, to be honest, because I think we should focus on the violence. Yeah. That's what we're yeah. talking about, really. I did. I did. I will tell us a funny story, though. Um, <laughs> I hope it involves rape revenge because those are always funny. Well, it does involve I spit on your grave. Um, I was I was at the counter in CEX, yeah. uh, trading and stuff, and this guy just handed in this pile of DVDs, which included two copies of I Spit on Your Grave. I'm going, why do you need two copies? And Luke, I, I told Luke, and he went, one for the bedroom, one for the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you grow fuck yeah that 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 rings true. Um, before we get on to that, I, w- I will say what my first exposure to this yes, kind of cinema yes, was. Yes. Um, I knew, oh god, this was just before I even started working. This is when I was like in college, mm. and it, when I think back to the kind of stuff that I watched then, it amazes me that I had such a a low um, exposure to what cinema is. Mm. But the guy said. Um, you should watch Audition. Mm. Oh, yeah, Takashi Miike, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, oh, what's that? Because mm. he, he previously recommended Ring, which is nowhere near extreme horror. That's just no, a really not. straight it's up... it's extremely fucking scary. But yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking not, brilliant. Yeah. And I was blown away by that, and I thought, yeah, that's that's brilliant. And he went, oh, if, if you're interested in more like Japanese you know, mm. horror, watch Audition. I'm like, okay, well, and just prepare yourself, though, because the last like 20 minutes are fucking extreme. And I'm like, yeah, no, nah, I'll be all right. Yeah. So I'm sitting there watching it. That is that is an amazing film. Like that first five minutes are really dreamlike and surreal, and yeah. it's got that whole thing with the, with the dead wife, and then it it evolves into this sort of. It, it starts. It's not quite conventional love story, but it, it it's actually quite sweet, and the, you, you just keep getting hints. Like when she. Oh God! Sit, the, the thing for me. I'm sorry. You have yeah, to say it, yeah, probably, but yeah. It, it, the, the, you get the hints like you were saying that there's something not right, and you've got that when she's just kneeling in, and there's a yeah, sack, that's that's and it, and, sack, then the, yeah. and then the sack just starts like screaming, yeah, and moving around, yeah, because like, oh, the the phone the phone rings, yeah, remember, that's it, yeah, 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 and the yeah. sack starts twitching. I'm like, what the fuck? But oh. then 
it it carries on for enough length of time with with normal stuff that you almost sort of forget it. Mm. And then when she disappears and he starts like investigating, and it, I basically, I mean, I described it to somebody once as like like tumbling down a rabbit hole, basically. Mm. Um, it it just spirals, and then at the end when she's torturing him, yeah. And I was like, oh, I have never seen anything like this. Um, yeah. that is that is just on another level because the the pain. That yeah. she's she's putting him through. I, I wasn't ready for that because I've I've never seen stuff like that. Like my exposure to horror was like the sort yeah. of standard slasher stuff, which is supposed to be entertaining. But this yeah. this did not seem like it was designed to entertain anybody. Yeah. And I'm like I'm not enjoying this. I I am enjoying it, but yeah, I'm, I'm really mean, not yeah. enjoying watching this. I'm finding this really hard to sit through. Was, yeah. You know when she's putting the needles in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's and she, and it's just that that really just kind of cooing at him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's so sweet. And she's just like when she looks. Looks so angelic, and yeah. it's but it's, she's doing this thing, and he is like, you know, grimacing, and I'm going, oh fuck it, I don't know if I can make it through this. I mm. did in the end, and my god, that is, that is an amazing film. Mm. Um, just in terms, like the visceral nature of that film is is fantastic. Yeah. But that was the first time I ever became aware that there was this whole other side to horror that I just yeah. had no knowledge of, and that's it was it was after stuff like that that I saw Last House on the Left, which you know, yeah. following. From something that I found really effective, totally disappointed me. But that, that was the first time I really became aware of it. I would say. Yeah, audition was a big. It was a big deal. I yeah, think. It was yeah. A big, yeah, that was the one that got a lot of people to notice Japanese horror as well yeah. as Ringu. Well, I as, think I think and the Grudge. When I was speaking to this guy, he basically recommended like three in a row, yeah. and it was Ring, Audition, and then Battle Royale. Yeah. Um, which I I don't know if you can count Battle Royale under extreme horror because you know a lot of it is just. It's extreme. It, it, it's, it's, it's extreme in an extent, but it, again, I'm not a huge fan. But I, I, I love that film. Yeah. Well, you know, you know. <laughs> it, it, it's just a bit too lurid for me. I think that one, just because it is basically kids, and it's yeah, yeah. very manga, and I just didn't really enjoy it that much. It, it, we'll get into this later, mm. really, because it's when we we talk about later about the sort of impact of violent cinema. Really. Yeah. Because when I was rewatching the Saw movies for this podcast, I was thinking about that a lot. Yeah, yeah. Which we'll we'll get, we'll into, get into looking, that, at, but, looking at those in uh, yeah, detail. Yeah, I think we should get into um, some of the more sort of censorship sort of stuff, really. Okay. Before well, this, we get on to talking about Saw, this is uh, this is where your area of expertise comes in because you've you've seen a lot of these, you've read up on a lot more than than I have in terms of like we're, well, we're talking about the banned ones, the video nasties. Yeah. Kind of. Well, really, I mean. When it comes to the video analysis, we're talking specifically about 39 specific movies. Yeah. And they're all on a list, uh, which is like... So let's go through them. I haven't really got time. <laughs> that would be a good idea. Oh, go on. But, um, okay. Really, these 39 movies, and we're talking specifically about UK censorship here. Mm-hmm. Because the US, the way the US works is totally like yeah. irrelevant, frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, over here now, you can pass more or less any kind of bloody violence, I would yeah. say. At almost any level, they're going to pass it. Yeah. If it's inflicted on, say, if it's misogynist, you'll probably have less luck. If it's excessive for the rating you want, you will have less luck. But everything goes through the BBFC, which is the British Board of Film Classification, who I think do a good damn good job, frankly. But their job is to watch literally everything that comes out and go, does this violate UK law? And Mm. also, what classification should we give this? Um... Now, what you'll mostly see taken out when an old film gets resubmitted now is if a horse falls over in the film, say it's a Cowboys and Indians, fucking, that's gone. Oh, yeah, yeah. The current Blu-rays and DVDs of, say, the Dollars trilogy uh, have all of the horse falls cut out. 
in the UK. Wow. And the DVDs I have of them from the 2003-04 mm-hmm. have them all in because that was prior to that law being introduced. Right. And that's one of the more, frankly, absurd things that I think they do, which is these films have already passed. These horses that are already dead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we now can't show the horse faults because reasons. Yeah. And, and because I, UK law and animal cruelty, fair enough. They have no choice. Mm. But I still think it's crazy. Yeah, I don't think... Um, yeah. I, I, I don't really understand that. I mean, if a new film was made and a horse was killed, yeah. you could understand that. But the thing, the, the thing is, these were made, what, 78 years ago, when the, there wasn't that kind of standard. The movie censorship, Furore. Is that the word? Furore? Furore? Furore. Argument, debate, yeah. I guess. It comes um, about once every few years mm. because a kid gets killed. Yeah. And it looks a bit like... In a movie, or the or the killer will say, "I got the idea off of a movie." Yeah, or you'll get stuff like well, the Jamie Bolger case, which yeah, was, by saying it in a callous way, I don't mean to undermine the case. I, I, I'm that's so, horrific. No, I'm so glad you brought this up, though. Yeah. You, do you remember, like, Child's Play three got dragged in? No, ja- Jamie Bolger case was a case of these two children, Venables. Uh, John, yeah, John Tom- Venables and Robert Thompson. Yeah, and they were they were kids. And uh, this little kid, Jamie Bolger, was an even younger kid. Like three. And they, they now I apologise because this is really horrible, but yeah, we, we've got to bring it up. In fact, I apologise in general for this podcast. It's horrible. Yeah. Um, they, they murdered this kid, and they, I think they put batteries in him. Yeah, and they they covered him in paint. They, and they, him, they, yeah. they, they, they did really vicious stuff to him. I mean, yeah, we, they, we don't they, have to they get just into the did horrible it, things but, to him. Yeah, and the media found out that one of the boys' dads rented Charles Play Three. And because and, I th- I think and because were... they had no scapegoat, they couldn't face the fact that there were just crazy kids, mm. they, or that the, or, or the parents had been, you know, negligent, or yeah. you know, yeah, or something. They they couldn't face the so they blamed violent movies and yeah. Child's Play three, which incidentally is tame beyond reason. Yeah, it, but there, there were certain similarities yeah. mm. uh, like the, some of the stuff that happens in that film were well the batteries in, is the yeah, main in, thing indicative of, of certain yeah. things that they, they did to yeah them. although it later emerged that they hadn't even watched that they hadn't even watched it yeah yeah, yeah. it hadn't been watched um, but that led to a second video nasties yeah thing and I didn't really mention the first one but it's pretty basic it's just when video first came around yeah there was no legislation so you could put out any film you wanted with no poss- with no government approval at all, mm. and the government were like, "Hello, <laughs> we don't like this. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll introduce the Video Recordings Act." Uh, yeah, uh, which led to insane things like video shots being raided by the police. <laughs> yeah, I remember um, the pictures of that. Jesus, and Christ. tapes being seized. And because the whole thing was so slapdash, there were films like the best little, little whorehouse in Texas, the Dolly Parton PG comedy, <laughs> being seized. The big red one, the war movie, because it sounds yeah. a bit like they're talking about a cock. Yeah, I, I, seized. Yeah, and I remember like, like seeing the yeah. they built bonfires. Yeah, like fucking VHS. It's just absolute right. ridiculous carnage. Like vendors would go to jail mm. because well, it happened. I think once there was one. I think it was one of those show things. Like oh, if we show if we put one in jail, right, it'll act as a deterrent yeah. for the others, and it didn't. But no, it's like. You know, you'd have, say, a stock of 50 tapes. Because mm. back then, anyone could pretty much open a video shop. Mm. You'd have 50 tapes. and they'd Well, go, the, the corner shop ran well, just, yeah. you know, next to me used to rent out videos. So, well, 18 of these tapes are now illegal to own. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's nearly half my stock. I'll just not, I'll just keep renting them out. Mm. And then they'd get raided. And yeah. they'd have them stolen and they'd be prosecuted for violating this uh, DPP thing. 
mm. and uh, for video recordings act, and it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. They'd have their tapes seized, and when they would later found out that there was nothing wrong with any of the tapes, they still wouldn't get them back. They would just steal their stock, basically, and yeah. and, and it was carnage. And then when this Charles Play 3 thing happened, which I want to stress this again, Charles Play 3 in the UK is still an 18 for no reason. Yeah. Because of this case, that must be the reason. It's, it's got to be. Uh, because yeah, that I, film is like tame as hell. It's, I think it's pretty much nearly bloodless as well. It's crap. Yeah. It's, uh, the, it's I mean, the worst Charles it, Play by it's, miles. It, it is the worst Charles Play by miles, but, yeah. it, but it is like, yeah, just horribly generic and tame. Yeah. yeah there's, there's nothing in it. Yeah. Um, it's shocking that it is. <sighs> It's, it's again this this hysteria. Yeah, um, and it comes about every few years. It's like that quote from Men in Black. You know, a person is smart, but people are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals. Yeah, you know, like you you get this sort of mob mentality going on, and you see it all the time. Not specific to to film hysteria. You see it happening all the time. People get an idea, yeah. and it, and it spreads like a disease, and then all of a sudden there's just like carnage. Um, In the age of social media, it's even easier. It's, it's, you get, it's, one, you get yeah. one a day. Yeah, it's way too easy. It's way too You'll easy. You'll get one a day. It's, it's, it's grotesque. The most recent one I can remember was when um, that kid murdered the other kid with the hammer and blamed Manhunt, the video game. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. The eight, at that time, I believe, six to eight year old video game. Very uh -huh. hard. Very uh -huh. hard indeed. Yeah. And of course, Columbine was blamed on, like, Doom and Marilyn Manson. That's, that's it. And oh my god, did, I mean, did you see Bowen for Columbine? Yeah, it sucked, but go on. Um, but that when part he, was when, good. Yeah, when he interviewed Manson. Manson comes Man off the most lucid, intelligent yeah, he person does. in that movie. Man, I would, I would love to have a conversation with that guy. Because yeah. I, I gotta I'm a say, fan. I gotta say, I'm a fan of Marilyn well, Manson. Well, I've, I've never particularly liked his music, although he's done some really great songs, but I must say, you know, and I must, back at, back at that particular point, you know, I looked at the guy in his, in his appearance and, you know, what he was, what he was doing with his music and everything, and I thought much the same. And I heard him speak on there, and I went, "No, you absolutely know what you're doing. You know what you're talking about, and you 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 come across better than pretty much anybody on that documentary." Yeah. Um, particularly Charlton Heston. Um, but uh, I don't know. I didn't like the Charlton Heston's treatment on that documentary because while I disagree with him, mm. I also don't think that Michael Moore leaving a picture of a dead kid on his like porch is really much of an argument. No, but I, th I also don't... Michael Moore is incredibly fat and disgusting. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> Well, that's 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 a and fair thing. And the sicko opinion. documentary was one of the worst things I've ever seen. I don't think I saw that one. Oh, he goes to NHS hospital, mm. and he's there's a sequence which is supposed to be one of his sort of transgressive things, where he's walking around trying to find out how to pay for his treatment and getting the oh you don't have to pay because of the NHS kind right. of thing. It's like, yeah. huh? Yeah. What? Eating like two hot dogs. <laughs> and then <laughs> Just, <laughs> he says like oh he finds out that the the hospital will pay for the patient to get a taxi home, and yeah. it's like what the fuck? And that's not true. As someone who works in the NHS, uh, that's not true, and that's in this stupid, shitty documentary yeah. movie he made, and it's just a lie. But that that aside, that yeah, aside, sorry, it might yeah. be more how, how how Marilyn Manson comes across when yeah. when you know he's he's quizzed about that stuff. Yeah. Um, he's he's totally you know it's it's like the old adage you know it takes two people to have an argument, and you can imagine if any sort of angry parent or anything confronted him about that, he would be the most chill guy in the room. He just he just wouldn't rise to it because mm. he, he knows better, and he knows it's it's just. All this hysteria, and it, and they need they need a scapegoat. It's like it's like you said, they need something to target because my God, they can't think of the the idea that they might have raised their kid wrong, mm. um, you know, or there just might well, something there might be something I, genetically, yeah, you know, I, I disproportionate. I can't blame the parents for that, really. I mean, I just can't bring myself to do it. I think you, when you've got kids who have 
a screw loose, really. It's sure. sad. It's well, really it's, sad. It, yeah, it's possibly not necessary yeah. to blame the parents, but the problem is, is when the parents then look for anybody else to blame besides. Oh yeah, them. yeah, yeah. Sorry, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. they they can't face up to the fact that this may may have had a bad kid. Really. Yeah, well, yeah. It's just a bit. Yeah. You know, it's all chemical imbalances. It it happens. It's, it's horrible. You know, yeah, unfortunately, it happens a lot. <laughs> Nothing to worry about. Get over it. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. Happens to our Kev. <laughs> Watch anyway. Caddyshack to golf club. <laughs> to golf club to his uncle. <laughs> Counting his head in going, man, no, 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 no. I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. Watch Lake Placid pretend it'll be a crocodile. <laughs> mm. Watch Romance in the Stone try to fuck a stone. Oh Christ! Uh, that's not what it's about, mate. <laughs> that, that's that's over, right? Please carry okay. on with your point. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah. So yeah, the sad death of of James Bolger there, and which we then laughed at. So no, we, no, we, no, we, no, we didn't. Basically, the it is a now the issue for me, which I want to get into later, really, but I'm going to bring it up very briefly now. Yeah, is the what we've just said leads people. Now, you may disagree with this, that's fine, obviously. It leads people to say things like, violent cinema has no effect on people. And everything has an effect on people. I don't buy that. I don't buy that. I'm not saying that there's necessarily a negative effect. But there is an effect. And I, would lo- and I don't like the dismissal of that because it makes people not feel bad about the media they consume, the th- really. The thing is... I, it, I, it, I think it, it's, no, it yeah. it does it does have an effect on people. We wouldn't be sitting However, here there talking is also, about because it. it doesn't you know it doesn't have an effect on people who aren't already struggling with something. I would say. Well, this is it. But I don't like the idea that uh, that because people will say facetious things like, "Oh, so you watch a film and then like we just did, you know?" Yeah. You, he plays with Mario Brothers and then he started jumping on some tortoises. You know, it's like <laughs> he play, that's not how it works. No. But if you already have the seed of violence, yeah. then it, yeah, it could trigger it. Yeah, well, I would the, say that's completely the, reasonable the, to the, say. The thing is, you know, if it's there, I don't think it requires a film to trigger it. I mean, anything could be the trigger, really. Mm. So, yeah. I, so I, so I think to say that you know, movies are to blame for you know setting off that trigger is is totally disproportionate, and I wouldn't listen no, to anybody, agree who, with you. anybody who said that. I, I agree, think, but you, you, you know, see, the point is that you yeah. can't just say there's no way it can happen, and not that you did say that, but it's no. a very prevalent argument. But, but that's movie that's it. But I, I see, but this is why I get on. To people like Tarantino, because I I think he makes genuinely irresponsible films, and the, given the position that he's in with his sort of status and how many people follow him, I don't think that's right. Hmm. I think you've got to have an awareness of, you know, what your intention is, you know, and I, and I think basically as as long as you've got a a purpose and a point, which you know somebody like Wes Craven always did when hit in his work, regardless of how shit it was, and he, he's spectacularly hit and miss. Yeah, but, but, yeah. but, but he's always had. There, there's always been a very clear, intelligent point behind it. So, what's um, the point in him dying? Then? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's no, it's it's that thing of yeah, okay, the, something in a in a violent film could easily set someone off, but they're they're going to have to be very easily yeah, yeah. influenced. In order to be able to set off, I mean, but it does obviously have an impact. We wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation if it yeah. didn't affect affect us in some way. Yeah, of course. It just yeah. doesn't affect us in the way that we want to go out and murder people. No, you, I mean, you did earlier recommend murdering some people, but that, we, we we knocked it on the head. <laughs> we knocked it on the head. There was a reason for that, though. There was there's always there's always a reason. You see, there's yeah, always there, a justification. Yeah, the reason <laughs> is, 
The reason is we disliked them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and therefore we... For no reason. Believe... Oh, shit. No, there wasn't. Oh, hang on. Shit. Yeah, you've messed yeah. it up. Yeah, I messed it up. Okay, this is evidence, right? Okay, delete, delete, delete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, they're still alive. It's fine. We haven't murdered anyone for ages. A while. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> good now, I think that would be a good way, because we're going to talk about this a tiny bit more later, I think. Mm. But I think it'd be a good time to start talking about the main, sort of the main event, really. Because Which is um, Saturday night's main event. Uh, Hulk Hogan versus Macho Man Randy Savage in a fight to the death. To the death? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> they're both, well, the leg drops. I was going to say off. they're both dead, but Macho Man's, only Macho Man's dead. Hulk Hogan is very much alive. For the moment. Yeah, that's true. He'll die yeah. soon. Until he finds out that he's my dad. Mm. And then he'll die. Mm. And then I'll get all his money. Yeah, all his Gawker money. Oh, his Gawker money. Yeah. Man, I can't wait to fucking just dive head first into that Gawker money. <laughs> yeah, have a money bin. He is going to have a money bin at this point. Life is like has won the fucking lawsuit. Do you know what? Hulkamania runs wild on you. It's Hulk Tales. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how many inch pythons? Never mind. Um, how many inches? How many inch pythons? Yeah, twenty-four. Twenty-four inch 24. pythons. Twenty-four inch pythons. Yeah. <laughs> Hulk tails. Woo! Brilliant. <laughs> Keep it going. Next next <laughs> podcast, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> the, the cinema of Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> that would be more horrific than what we're talking about now. Yeah, it really would. Um, okay, now, so the, you want to go into the, the main Saw event. movies? Yeah. The Saw, now, the Saw series is a recent-ish six years now. Yeah, two thousand and four to two thousand and. Ten. Yeah, a recent-ish... Uh, 2003, surely. 2004. Wow, they yeah. made two in a year? They made... Oh yeah, Saw no, 2 they... came out really fast. Yeah, Saw no, one, didn't no, it? they made one every year. Oh, I, see, I just remember how years worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but well, yeah, well Saw... Thanks, man. Yeah. Saw series is basically a continuous, in, like, narratively, sort yeah. of, um, series of... Quite extreme horror films, yeah. That were also incredibly mainstream. Well, the first one was not, was it? The, the first, first one was, one was kind no. of under the radar. Yeah, the first one was very yeah. under the radar. Now I'd heard sort of rumblings about it. I mean, I, yeah. I, I generally, you know, have my ear to the ground for anything good yeah. horror because, you know, there's a lot of shit gets made, and you really have to weed, like, you know, you really have to weed through the crap to get yeah. something good. Um, and I'd heard about it. I went, <laughs> oh god, I was going through a period of just spending like all day at the cinema. And I think I went to see that, Resident Evil Apocalypse, mm. and uh, Man on Fire in one day. <laughs> and I thought that was a pretty good day. Two out of three, decent well, day, I Well, say, yeah. given that the previous week I'd seen Garfield, Wimbledon, and Sky Captain in the world of tomorrow, I was having a better week. <laughs> I, enjoy, I enjoyed Sky Captain, fuck you. Yeah, anyway. Um, so, Saw was first. And I remember was being... Was this during study? Were you at... No, no, this was, no, this then, was no, no. during my period of employment where yeah, yeah, yeah. I would just take days off because I hated my job and yeah. just go and spend it at the cinema. Yeah. Because um, all my hard-earned money. Because yeah. what else am I going to do there, right? Yeah. Um, so I remember strapping myself in for Saw. And knowing nothing about it really, really helped with that. Um, yeah. Before, but, can we briefly do a process of the basic synopsis of the Saw movies? Yeah. Which would be the Jigsaw Killer. Yeah. They're about a serial killer. Except he's not technically a killer. Yeah, but this, he is. This, so that's well, this, bullshit. This, this is the point that keeps yeah, coming the up. The point though, that right. keeps coming up is the Jigsaw Killer is not technically, technically a killer. Because what he does is he puts his victims in elaborate traps which are designed to test them. Yeah. Uh, but to which, punish in, them for... In which there is always a way out without them being killed. Yeah, there's but, a way out which without them being killed but would require sacrifice. Yeah. Of usually blood or a body part. Or, yeah. 
or something. something. Yeah. Or someone else. Yeah. Or someone Blatox. else. Yeah. yeah. At the expense of um, someone else. So I mean, he blatant he Blatox is a killer. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, it's, yeah. a, it's he's a morality dickhead, basically. Yeah, he's like, yeah. oh, you did something that screwed someone else over, so I've put some screws in your dick. <laughs> and to get them out, you have to pull your dick off. But you will, you will live, but you will but have you will no live, dick. you will live, but you'll have no dick. You'll have yeah. no dick, that's yeah. the trap. Well, and, uh, given, that, given that one of the films features a rapist, yeah. I'm amazed there's never been a dick trap. I'm amazed there hasn't. Yeah. And there really but but that, that's the basic sort of premise. Anyway, yeah. so, anyway, so, yeah, so, so you went to see off. the first one. I went yeah. to see the first one. And of course, it's... What I love, and obviously going back and looking at it recently, and you knowing we were going to do yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. how stripped back and essential um, all the elements of that film are, because it's really pretty much contained within that one room. There's like various sort yeah. of flashbacks and stuff, and sort of uh, side areas where we learn a bit about Jigsaw and his previous victims and stuff. It, but essentially, yeah. it's all contained within that one room, and it's just about the the pressure of the the the, the the clock ticking. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't. It, it feels more like something like Seven than it. Yeah, than like yeah, it really does actually. Uh, a franchise. You know? I was I was going to make a mention of this yeah. actually. Yeah, that film has very little blood. Really. Yeah. There there are. It utilizes that same thing that the Texas Chainsaw Massacre did, mm. uh, in like, essentially hinting at stuff, mm. rather than full on showing you. So like even when the guy is tunneling himself through the razor wire and obviously cutting himself to shreds they don't really show yeah, it, yeah. it's in such like rapid motion that you you don't really see anything i mean you you see but, it, but even when you see the dead body it's really darkly lit and you don't see the detail of the the, the gore yeah. or the, the you know like the really grisly that stuff that would change yes yeah. that would that, <laughs> that, that would change, that, that definitely on, changes yeah, yeah, and that yeah, is yeah. a point yeah. i'm going to come back to but yeah essentially it's pretty bloodless it 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 really well, Oddly, it manages yeah. to, and this this is a technique I hate. When you know, you know, we were talking about the shaky cam technique before, and how yeah. you know it ramps up the music and it does that sort of shaky yeah. cam to to suggest like extreme violence rather yeah, than really yeah, show yeah, you yeah. the rapid editing of that film and mm. the, the way it uses that really fast motion and stuff. Oddly. Within that context, I find that quite effective. Whereas yeah. normally that would be really jarring, and it would take me right out of the whole experience. I one, it's a good way of covering up your budget shortcomings. As yeah, well. yeah, abso- abso- yeah, yeah. No, it's it's a really effective way no, of getting covered. Believe... Although there is a terrible bit where Amanda's cutting the key out the guy's yeah. stomach, and his stomach is basically just a plastic bag. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like one of the corner shop plastic now, bags. It's not even to... like a Tesco I was plastic about, bag. I was about to mention that sequence because that is actually the short film that it, the whole thing came from. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And that's the one thing that you see all the way through, pretty much. Yeah, you know, because the, the rest yeah. of the previous victims that you see them. Um, when they're dead, and then it's sort of flashbacks. Back, yeah. But that's that's the one where they really show the whole thing because that yeah. she's narrating her particular story of the cop. Remember? Yeah, I remember. Um, played by uh, Danny Glover. Yeah. He by the way, me. Danny Glover is shit in that movie. Danny Glover is shit, and he's Danny awful. Glover's not often shit, but he is shit. He's but, terrible in that film. But you know what? The acting is universally bad across that entire series. Yeah, it's there true. isn't a good actor in that in that crop. It's true. Well, there are there are Adam, 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 yeah. the writer, yeah. Lee, Lee Winnell. Yeah. Um, yeah, there are uh, good. Tobin, act- Tobin Bell is, is all. No, Tobin, Tobin to Bell, but yeah. I mean, he just fucking plays that. He he relishes that part. Yeah. You can tell, like every just time he's visiting his character from the X Files episode, Brand X. Pretty much, yeah. You gotta smoke. You've contracted lung cancer. That's the trap. Well, that pretty much was the trap, wasn't it? Yeah, well, you've yeah. contracted cockroaches. Oh. <laughs> 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 that should have been a trap. Smoking's bad, Scully. 
Tell me something I told her. I don't know why she's Nixon. Anyway, let's carry on. What the fuck was that? I was that? doing a Starling style <laughs> fucking season one voice. Holy shit. You've, you've not heard a season one voice. I don't. You've not heard a season one voice. I am while, not a crook, Mulder. Mulder, we lost six minutes or some shit. She sounds ridiculous in season one. <laughs> David Frost, you lanky fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Conley, you awful pedo. <laughs> Get me in a good movie right now. <sighs> okay. Why am I in fucking Transformers? I, no, he wasn't in Transformers. Why am I in Straight Heads? Oh no, it's Danny Dyer. No, that's enough of that. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Um, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so. Anyway. Anyway. Got me in a Terrence Davis movie right now. Thank you, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray, integrity. Not much. Yeah, anyway, yeah. so. Anyway, so. Uh, so one, uh, my opinion of So One is that it's great. Uh, it's, yeah. it's all good. It's good. It's, it's, it's really, very really fun. good. It loses a smidge when you've seen it once because it's yeah. all about the reveal. And I'm not going to spoil that, but it's obvious. Yeah, we're not going to spoil it. that? Yeah. But the, the, there's no need to spoil. We don't need to spoil, but there will be spoilers. I will. Well, yeah. oh, yes. There will, there be, will spoilers. be spoilers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we might as well just say it. I mean, I'm sure everybody that's yeah. listening to this has Well, seen the reveal. It. The reveal of fucking. So is awesome. I am. Um, not easily phased by that kind of stuff, but I have to say when it got to the end yeah. and it revealed, yeah, basically, for um, me, it's just him standing up in, in the in the bathroom um, mm. between these two victims. There's a dead body, and this this plays part of the game. Like the the these two guys are locked in a room and they're they're confined to this sort of test, and in the middle of the room is a dead body, and right at the end of the film, the body gets up and it's revealed to be that Jigsaw was there yeah. the whole time. Um, but it's implied that it was somebody else doing it the whole time. That that was that's yeah, the genius. Quite, well, Zep, they, and well, when Zep's killed, they find a cassette tape on him and they find out he was part of the game. Or as you're known around the hospital. Zip, zip, zip. I love that voice. Yeah, it's awesome. Do, do you know what? As bad as those films got, the the what I loved about New Saw material mm. was just hearing that voice and hearing yeah. the, the cassette. I love the fact that the cassettes, like micro cassettes. Yeah, there's there's something about that that, that I love. You're like, yeah. who is using those oh, in 2004? <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, little micro cassettes, brilliant. Um, yeah, I love that whole idea. But when the body, when he gets up and he reveals that he was there the whole time, it's like. How the fuck could you have been there the whole time, you know? And they come up with some bullshit reason. Well, like muscle wax or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, it's they it's, it's it, yeah. total nonsense. But do you know what? It's, it's just really funny like... if in the first movie we have 40 minutes in, he just farted. <laughs> and then he just stood up like, well, that's blowing the gaff. It'd be funny if <laughs> you Game really, over. If you really... <laughs> no, it'd be funny if you really character it and it was like a death row. <laughs> yeah, just like, who the hell was that? Yeah. <laughs> But you know what? That film is like, very nearly bloodless. Uh, no, it's not. The shotgun scene alone is pints um, of it. No, no. There's only like a, maybe a second. Of Dude, that, that yeah. You see impact. it splash up both walls, and then you see his caved-in head fall over. It's horrible. Well, you don't. But you, you see it from a distance. You don't really not see really the that detail. much of a distance. I would. I, no, okay. I, let me say one thing. The DVD version, the unrated one, is a lot more bloody. Than the original because well that's the one I have like and it the, wasn't, the scene yeah. of him cutting into his foot is still there and that's pretty vicious but yeah. then they cut away for it for the yeah. rest of it thankfully and, but that's it this is this is yeah. what generates but, I mean no, no I'll give you that compared yeah. to the other movies in the series yeah. that's like a walk in the park but it's, blood wise it's, basi- but it's still I mean, got its moments I would compare that for mm. Saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah. in that I think a lot of people come, came away from that thinking that it was bloodier than it was. Yeah. And it's because of the suggestion of violence rather than the actual seconds of violence that they show. It's about yeah. the intensity of it. The sound design, much yeah. again like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, is genius in that film. And that is that is what 
puts in people's heads. I think that it's much more violent than it actually yeah. is, just in terms of on-screen blood content, because yeah. th- there isn't much. You've got you've got no, to compared with the later ones. Yeah. Isn't. Um, but yeah, when he's sawing his foot off, that yeah. I was like, I think I was actually gripping the seat at that point because yeah. it, it just it had earned that. It had really ratcheted up the intensity of it. And the the look on his face, and it's just the the mm. sound that he's making, and the music, and everything, and him. The sound design of the cutting is vicious. Yeah, it's and horrible. it's just like. Well, they put they put the nasty like this sort of the the fleshier sounds of it. Yeah, are really amped up on the soundtrack, mm. and they're all they're they're always there. Yeah, but they're so present that you don't mm. that you only kind of hear them because you're yeah. not really paying attention it to also, them. But they're always there. It's very well done for 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 this kind of film. Um... Although the acting is uni- universally bad, I mean, like that scene where he's like torturing the kid, yeah, um, like using the stethoscope, and you can hear the heartbeats, yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, I mean, that that's really on on another level. That really got under my skin. Yeah. Um, the other, th- what was the other bit? Yeah, it manages to craft a really effective sequence in the dark as well when he's like lighting his way with the the camera flash bulbs. Yeah. That I, forgot is, about, I forgot about that. Yeah, that yeah. is a that is a very generically sort of haunted house kind yeah. of sequence, and it sequence, and it's yeah. really I don't fall into that because it's usually the setup for a jump scare. What I will say is, they played that long enough with misdirection that when the the jump actually came, I actually shot myself. <laughs> it was really effective. I don't mind. Well, yeah, and then they, repeat, mani- they repeated it at least twice in every film. Subsequently. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. they definitely did. They overplayed it, of course. Yeah, they but, beat it. To but death. in that first film. Really knockback effective mm-hmm. film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I loved it. Really loved yeah, it. Yeah, really good. Yeah, really good. And very very solid. And uh, the third one I watched. I be- no, no, second one I watched. <laughs> you you do you watch all horror out of order? No, I just I went to Saw three because you said let's go to Saw three, and I was like okay, okay, and I went and did I you, had a great time. Did you see I spit in your grave three before you even looked at the original? <laughs> Saw two. Uh, Saw 2. Saw 2, I think, is very solid as well. Uh, Saw 2, to me, is a... It's... it's When we're using the whole 10-point scale, mm. it's a 7, I would say. Mm. And that's good. Yeah. But it, I, I think it's a drop-off from the first one, definitely. At, at least two... I mean, I would give the first one a 9, and mm. the second one a 7. And that's not terrible, but I think they almost immediately make it more generic by making it about like six people brought together in a haunted house, effectively. Yeah, uh, makes it a little bit more generic. And the traps, because the, well, that's when they've established okay, what this is about is we're going to keep making these movies, and they're going to keep putting in what's you know increasingly grim traps because that's mm. kind of what it's about. Mm. In the first one, it feels like a narrative, and in the second one onwards, it feels like well, we're just twiddling off the to the next trap, really. Yeah, uh, yeah. But the second one is not bad. I like the second one. I, do, I, do, I like... Do you know what? Mm. Um, I think he, it, I think it has the best twist in the series, apart from the first one, so I'm just throwing that out there. I'm trying to remember what the actual twist well, is. Well, the twist is that it already took place. It's yeah, that it already took place. His kid was the, there the whole time. Yeah, they're watching and it, it on the, the monitor. And it leads yeah. to the funniest fucking reveal ever, which is when they pull a uh, dust sheet off of a load of VHS players. That's very funny to oh, me. They- <laughs> I, mean, I, I watched it actually yesterday, yeah. and I laughed so hard at the VHS reveal, because it's so stupid. Yeah, uh, I'm not saying it's not a good reveal, but the idea of, like, a scare chord when they show some VHS yeah. players yeah. is very funny to me. Wouldn't it be funny if yeah. his whole plan was fucked up by tracking lines? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Just, hang on. Mm. Oh, well. Fuck that. No, it suddenly fades into a palace video I don't like. <laughs> he's like, hang on. Or just like Euro Trash. Or one of them is, yeah, one, <laughs> it, it, it ends and it goes to his t- spliced together porn tape from like bits of movies from when he was a kid. 
<laughs> but yeah, so I think so I'm is, need that back. <laughs> like that, that, yeah. yeah, that opening trap. Yeah. Um, actually, Saw 2, remind me of the opening trap. Oh, it's the, the, uh, the, v, I, the, the Venus jank. flytrap. Yeah. That one's not particularly... Um, no, but... It's, not, it's vivid in concept, but he doesn't yeah. actually do it, so... Yeah, that, that, that's yeah. it, exactly. But again, I think at this point, mm. it's still relatively little gore. But, um, yeah, there's a really nasty bit towards the end, but yeah. Um... What bit's that? When he cuts the back of his neck off. Oh yeah, that's that's, 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 number, that's which is that's absurd kin. because he could yeah. just do that in any number of ways. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's that's grim. But yeah, yeah, relatively little blood. Um, actually, I thought it was a really fairly good setup. Like, I I liked the idea of a house full of traps and that. I, each, I like each... I like the idea. I'm just saying it's more generic than the first. Sure, one sure. Yeah. But I also like the fact that even as you know, because the the series continually sort of flashbacks and stuff as as the films go on. Yeah. We still don't know everything about those characters in that house. No. There, there are things that were clearly. I love the fact that they walk past a room, say, set up for somebody, like, but that person's already died in another trap, yeah. so they don't get to go into their trap. So yeah. there's lots of there's little things that are sort of undiscovered within that film. Yeah. But obviously, there's an attention to detail there. Yeah. That it's like it's in the background, so you notice it, but they they're not given any any real um, screen time. I like the idea of that. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that they've got this group of disparate characters. I mean, I, I, I just... They're so one-dimensional, though. That's they are one-dimensional. But then again, yeah, if they but, weren't, you wouldn't well, give a sh- you'd give a shit when they well, died, that's, wouldn't that's, you? That's it, exactly. Um, there's particularly... I mean, there's one particular trap in that that I think is just mean. And I know the point is to be mean, but... Is that the, the needle trap? No, that means nothing to me, because that wouldn't be that bad, even. If you... If you stepped in that or whatever, you would like you would get so few of those needles in your body just because yeah. of the way the physics works. I just it's it's a good hor- reveal. Though. Yeah, the horrible point is her yeah. clawing her way through them, and I, I just imagine them all sticking her in, in yeah. the hands as she's like scraping through them trying to get this key. That that really makes my skin crawl that bit. Um, what what one were you thinking of? I it's very simplistic. I don't like the one where the woman reaches up through into the box. Oh, that's horrible! And yeah. then she can't get her arms out because there are blades only on one side. Yeah, and it's the meanness of the fact that she reaches in immediately, like drops the antidote and spills uh-huh. it, and then yeah. can't get the hands out. Yeah, it's like this is this is this is like we followed this character from the beginning of the film, and this yeah. isn't like an incredibly futile, yeah, like death. And I found that just kind of mean, and I didn't like it that much. It's it's horrible. Like as the yeah. blood starts coming out of her. The her face is reflected red because yeah, of everything yeah, that's yeah. going on within that sort of case. That's it's I like, a, it's a sad one. Yeah, as, that's, as, that's as what a, gets me yeah, about it's it. It's sad as opposed yeah. to just like haha, he got fucking ovened, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, but that that's a really odd move mm. actually it, within the context of that whole series and like near the end point of that particular film where you've seen mm. people get it in like fairly creative ways just to watch her sort of bleed out is actually yeah I didn't yeah. like that but that's it almost just doesn't fit in that film in another film that had that sort of vibe going mm. all the way through it you would think yeah that's that's on par for the course but that just it sort of yeah, I know what you mean. It kind of sticks out, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it's. I like the dynamic that emerges when the sort of convict guy, or one of you know, what I mean, the convict guy. Yeah, yeah. Because there are several of them convicts, but the guy. They're all convicts. Start, that's, that oh, they was, all are. Like, yeah, that was the point. Yeah, say. yeah. They he when he starts going all slasher stalker, that's kind of it that's, makes it, it adds another dimension. Yeah, to it, yeah. I, I, like. I think it just you know p- pitches yeah. it up another level. And then they stumble across the like the room from the first movie. Yeah, and the bathroom. And you're like, oh shit. Yeah, and I like that. Yeah. You know? 
And then, of course, as, as we mentioned, the, the reveal is yeah. that it all happened already, yeah. and the detect and it's all been on a feed, and, and then she, Amanda, Amanda turns out to be the apprentice. The apprentice. I love what they did with Jigsaw's character. I love. Oh that God, they, I love they, that he's there the whole yeah, time. That they fleshed him out, and that, yeah, and he really. He comes into it much more. I mean, I love what they did in the first one of making him a sort of background threat, but bringing yeah. him, I don't think you could conceivably, obviously they were thinking franchise at this point, you couldn't yeah. string that out very long. So just bringing him into the foreground and having him be there all the time. And when you realise that, you know, when he sets the rules for the cop, like all you have to do is sit here and talk to me. Mm. And that is literally all he had to do to make it through and see his son. Yeah. And when you realise that, it's like, Wow, yeah. this, this guy doesn't actually piss about that much. He he just he no. says it, he says it very now, plainly. I love the final shot of Saw Two so much when he's just like when he's beat- sitting in the car, beat to shit. Yeah, and he just smiles. Yeah, and it zooms out, and he's just lit in this tiny little box. Yeah, yeah. I I, I always and the music is just perfect as mm, well. Yeah, and it's sinister. As fuck. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And it's, it's like- a bad, but it's not an entirely bad ending. Bad ending because the kid survives. Yeah. But it is just like, oh shit, you yeah. know, and it's awesome. But it's like he he knew that yeah. he, well, so some part of him knew that it was going to play out exactly like that because yeah. he knew the guy that he was. And with. for the rest of the <coughs> series until seven, there are no more good endings to the movies, like arguably. Having said that, though, well, let's, <laughs> I, I, let's, I'm exaggerating. Yeah, you, like, you yeah. definitely are. Let's let's go into three then. Now, three was the first one I saw. This is the first one we saw and, together. Yeah, actually. and it was the first one I saw. Period, and yeah. I had a fucking blast. Yeah. I saw it twice, I think, actually. Oh, really? Okay. Mm, yeah. I, I remember seeing it with you. I see. I remember us coming out of that one at yeah. the ending, thinking that that could be the last one. Mm. Um, because you know that was. I think they were. There was sort of rumblings at that point that that could be mm. where it ends. Certainly, you know, at the end, Jigsaw, well, Jigsaw is Jigsaw dead. Is killed. Jigsaw's dead. Dead. Bye, Jigsaw. Mm. Um, thinking how they leave that with him dead and the guy still trying to find his daughter and his wife. Dead. Yeah, and yeah. his wife dead. Bleak as. Fuck mm. as an ending. I mean that it gets bleaker yeah. by the end of. Do you know what actually? A lot, a lot of horror films um, don't go for that sort of grim ending. Actually, mm. they they are generally sort of about um, perceived sort of victims overcoming this like force yeah. and actually being sort of triumphant. It's a sort of uh, I don't know. How, how would you describe it? I'm, I'm trying to think of the words, but I'm, they're not actually not coming to so me. much catharsis, but there's, there has to be a degree of success. Really. Yeah, yeah. In those films, there is. There is I mean, it's m- not the same as like the end of Nightmare when Freddy pulls Nancy's yeah. mom through the window. Yeah, and you realise it's not over because I mean, there's a every tradition of horror films not being over mm. when yeah, they're because, over because they want. Franchises. They want franchises yeah. and they want horror, but but there's there's generally with Soros, literally no yeah. everything you did was for nothing. Every, everything is fucking everything hopeless. is worse because yeah. of you. That's, you did that's everything exactly wrong. Yeah, yeah. You did everything wrong. With three opening like where's two left off with a guy locked in the bathroom and when he smashes his ankle in yeah. to get out of the cuffs. That's yeah. that's that's actually more horrible than the. I mean, it, well, it's it just, more horrible because they show it. Yeah, yeah. They actually, but this is where the the it takes a dip. For yeah. Me. Now, looking back at that, this is where yeah. they actually start focusing on the group. I mean, you've got a bit in that film where a guy is just drowning in maggoty well, pigs. I would argue, I was about to say, actually, I mean, feel free to disagree with me. Yeah. I would say three is probably the most unpleasant one in terms of the traps and the gore. I agree. And the violence. Yeah. Uh, there are a couple of sequences in that that I don't like watching. I mm. could watch them, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. The fucking rack. The rack, I yeah. I hate that's, that. Yeah. I hate that. Because it is 
it, there's no spectacle for one thing. Mm. Uh, it's just scuzzy, mean, pe- focusing on pain and not focusing yeah. on. And I mean, that's the point of these movies. It's to, it's to do visceral, spectacular yeah, blood. Yeah, yeah. And the spectacular geysers of or geysers of blood, whatever. But in that, it's just a kid. And now I'm gonna. I hate to say this because it does open a can of worms to a degree, but mm. you've got a black kid uh-huh. sensibly being crucified yeah. and having his limbs all broken very graphically by being twisted around. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's absolutely cringeworthy to watch mm. yeah. because there isn't really any reason for it. It mm. doesn't do anything. It doesn't really change anyone. It's just yeah. there for you to go, oh, yeah. But then that you know, that's what the whole of it is for, really. Really, that's that's it, yeah. yeah. And where whereas previously you might have found it slightly, slightly comical or slightly yeah. entertaining. You know. It, yeah, it's 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 difficult. But I mean the the one Well I think I guess the thing is for me that the, the jigsaw traps are to that point I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but to that point they're do no, no way, because one of the points of that movie is that Amanda's doing the traps and making them inescapable, right? Uh, yeah, but yeah. I mean, I think from from what I understand, I mean, it's the the timeline gets increasingly sort of convoluted, yeah. and, and sometimes it's a real struggle to keep up. But I think mm. he he set up that whole that whole bit. Like, um, what's the? How does he? Because remember, well, <laughs> this is a spoiler yeah. for the later ones, but Hoffman is helping him at this yeah, point. Yeah, 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 remember. Yeah, yeah. So he's setting up the traps. The there's an earlier point where Amanda's putting people in individual. Sets up the ribcage trap at the beginning. Yeah, she's she and the guy with all the chains. Hang yeah. on it. Oh, he's got one on his cock, doesn't he? Does he? On his well, his like crotch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah. he's got a rip off, so yeah. that might hurt his dick a bit. There we go. <laughs> there is a dick trap. Way. Yeah. yeah. Terrible um, high five. Yeah, again, terrible. No, it's not. Awful di- of yeah. This. yeah, I know, I know. Well, just don't touch me again. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So she's been putting people in inescapable traps, and this is why this main trap is set into motion because he's testing her as well. Yeah. Um, to whether she can, you know, let somebody live. But when you get to the thing where the judge is tied down and he's just drowning in maggy pig rotten, yeah. you know, carcass, horrible gun. Yeah. That, to me, that's that's where it crossed the line. That bit makes me that, giggle because it does cross the line of absurdity. Yeah, but it's that, utterly absurd. that feels like needless. It, it's, in, it is in, needless. Yeah, but in terms of like... But it makes me laugh because it's just, you get this shot of... It's like, this is the most absurdly convoluted trap he's done to date. <laughs> and, yeah. you, and you just, like, the music is ridiculous. Nine Inch yeah. Nails, like, dun, 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 like, horrible, gross, fake pig corpses, like, yeah. like, oiled up. Yeah. Getting churned, and then just shots of this guy in, like, a business suit getting soaked in pig effluence and just going, like, <laughs> and I'm just like, this is ridiculous. I'm sorry you lost your... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... It's horrible, uh, yeah. but that is where they're clearly more interested in the on-screen sort of grew yeah. um, than they are in you know scaling it back. Nope. They, they, it's like it's almost like, and it's written by the same guy, so I don't know why he did this, but it's all I, I could almost see it being somebody having saw on in the background mm-hmm. while they're doing something else and going, "Oh, that's what it's about, right? <laughs> okay," yeah. and just like, "Okay, just extreme gore, like you know, yeah. him and his the brain surgery bit." Oh yeah, yeah. That's it's ridiculous. just yeah. like it's just, <laughs> that's so prolonged and so yeah. unnecessary. Um, like you, you've literally got a woman tied up in this frozen room, completely naked, yeah. and just allowed to freeze to death. It, it feels 
it feels much more mean spirited. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's with the rack yeah, as well. Yeah, for I mean, sure. What, no, remind me though, what was even the sacrifice he needed to make to save the kid from the rack anyway? Like, what was he have to? I don't even remember what he had to do. Oh, he had to. Um, he had to take a shotgun blast to get the key. Right. It's tied to a shotgun, and he he manages to maneuver, remember, to get the key without taking the blast. But the judge takes it in the face. Oh yeah, I remember yeah, that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you had to not make a very that. well thought through trap. No, right? a really poorly. Mm. You know, on reflection, that's not a very good film because the guy is not acting particularly well, but he's basically asked to do... He's basically asked to go through the same emotions each trap. It's like, I don't forgive you, you bitch. And then, like, right at the end, when they're dead, they Mm. go, I forgive you, I forgive you. And then he gets into the next room and he's like, oh, you fucking dick, you killed my son. the the, The thing is, what you're describing now is the next four movies. Yeah. That's basically what they're all like from this yeah, point on. The morality element of it becomes so fucking on the nose that yeah. it's cringeworthy. Mm. The dialogue is ridiculous from this point on. Basically, one and two are the only two that I would say have any remote credibility. That's true. As narrative, I would, I would agree. The with rest that. of them, you, if you're a fan, you'll have a good time. Yeah. But you will be watching bad films. And, and by that time, you mm. probably are a fan. Yeah. I will, I will, I will say before we get on to like four. Yeah. Um, it was really nice to have a sort of, you know, because, yeah. you know, as as horror fans, you know, I, I like something near Halloween, and I usually just, you know, look at a pile of my favourites. It was nice to have something, knowing that Halloween was coming, and There'll like, be a new Saw. There's a new Saw. You know, at least there's, mm. there's something, I know, you know, but by that point, you go to them and you go, I know what I'm going to get out of this. Yeah. Um, it was nice to have something that was sort of annual, mm. and reasonably reliable. I mean, they're not good films at all, apart from those first two, I think, but it was like, I could sit through this. Yeah, I'm yet to sit through one on, say, the first viewing and think I didn't enjoy that. Mm, Yeah. Uh, Because they are fun. Well, in a really gruesome way. Apart from five. Five was We'll get get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, Yeah, Uh, yeah. but four. Now, four, I barely remember because I didn't actually rewatch it, unfortunately. I've I've rewatched pretty much all the other ones except for four. I love the opening of four. Remind me. Okay. Is it's, that the I one? I know I've talked about that like ten times today. Is that the sewed up You keep coming back to the sewed up Is it the sewed up eyes and mouth? That is in four. Okay. But that is not the opening. I thought it was. No. The opening, when they're chained together, like I yeah. thought that was no. That's that's up. that's not the opening. Okay, right. The opening is Jigsaw's autopsy. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Right. So I love that the you know that is gross for me that. Uh, in, within that series, that's a pretty bold statement. Like, Jigsaw is definitely yeah. dead, because he's the main antagonist. It's like, how is this series going to continue without him? Mm. Okay, so he's just like... there. He He's on this cold table. Yeah, He's got absolutely no dignity left. He's like, yeah. bollock naked, grey, cold, dead. Right. The palette is very interesting yeah, in that sequence the, the, as well. His yeah. limp dick is just out there. And I... <laughs> when I was sitting watching it recently, I'm going... I wonder if, you know, Tobin Bell had to, you know, sign off on a life cast of his knob. Like, mm. yeah, that's in proportion, you know, or like, mm-hmm. that doesn't do me justice. That's too big, shrink That's, that's too big, shrink it, you know, yeah, that, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, when they start peeling him and just, yeah. like, there's, there's just no dignity, no respect, they just start peeling his face off and just carving bits. And then they find the tape in his stomach. Yeah. And it's like suddenly he's got this all this power back. Like yeah. you know, he's been lying there totally undignified and now he's in charge again because yeah. you know, he's set up all this in the future and they have no knowledge of it. They think it's they think it's over. Yeah. But like they find that tape and it's all game on again. Yeah. I love that. I love yeah. the, the juxtaposition of that. I think it's brilliant. 
that film to say you know that it's a follow-on basically because it's like how are you going to keep this going when your main antagonist is dead i thought it had a pretty good twist to it i i really i do you know what this is another side point actually yeah. Like Donnie Wahlberg's character from two and three, yeah. the, the one that's looking for his son. Daniel. When it, yeah, when it's revealed that he is still alive and chained in another trap, and yeah. he's and he's just like completely lost his mind. I can't help but sitting there thinking, I wonder if he even knows his son's alive. Yeah, and to to see him in another one strung up just feels like fucking hell. This is mean. This is sad. And then which he, one is he in again? Though? He's in two and three. Yeah, but. In and then four, four, I mean. Which one is he in? Oh, which he, trap is he in again? He's, you know, the, the, like they've got the detective. He's he's hung above that ice block. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And when he dies at the end, mm-hmm. that feels really mean. Yeah, you know, again, it's sort of like the the woman in two that just yeah. bleeds out. That feels sad as fuck. Yeah. Um. So having that as a through line was 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 solid. Um, is number four, the one with the the black detective guy. Yeah. And yeah, that's the one with the gone, pedophile. The yeah, time, yeah, the rapist. Because he, the yeah. he, they're, they're basically setting up like a, a double bluff that he's going to be the new apprentice yeah. kind of thing, um, and he's got to go through and allow people to save themselves rather than trying to save anybody, everyone. Yeah. So it's like that that woman with her hair caught in the thing oh, and it starts Jesus, like fucking yeah, the scalping her. Yeah. Now see that is the what point. Was her, how does she get out of that one again? Um, he saves her, and then it turns out that she's got orders to try and kill him. Yeah, and this is the whole point of like you should have let her save herself, yeah. that kind of thing. But that is that is horrible. That is the point where they are really enjoying focusing on the viscera yeah. and the the agony and the, the you know the more t- torturous elements, like the 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 grue of it, as I say. Um, Ice pick in the eye. Yeah, that sort of. Thing. But I I I think it's a pretty strong follow up to say that you know you had to continue this after your main antagonist yeah. is dead, and by saying it, yeah, the the reveal that it's basically taking place at the, at same, the same time, time as three. Yeah, yeah that's quite. Cool. That's, well, a, that's a really. He, good twist. I remember seeing it, and I remember when he bursts into the operating room. Yeah. And the guy from the previous movie is there asking, yeah. "Where the hell is my?" Where's, where's my daughter? Yeah. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. I was really. And well then he done. just shoots him. So yeah, his daughter's just fucking dead. It. So his daughter's. Yeah, but mm. then you later find out that the whole point is that the mm. the beefy meat fuck <laughs> that oh. takes over from Jigsaw goes and rescues her and pretends to be a hero. Him. Hoffman. Yeah, Hoffman. And that's the first one he's in because he gets. He's never well, he, in danger, right? He's in three. Yeah. Oh, and is then, he? Yeah. Oh, of course he is. Yeah, he's in three. Now, yeah. I. When I was watching back through them, I have mm. to say, as a background sort of just generic yeah. police character, I thought, yeah, he's he's fine. When yeah. it re- when it's revealed that he's the villain, he looks like just a meaty fucking charmless thug. He looks and- like Jaws a little bit, actually. <laughs> yeah, I have he to does. Say. He's yeah. got that kind of build, right? Yeah. Um, just there's no charisma. There's there's nothing mm. appealing about him. And I'm like, I have to say, I was going, if this is going to be now about him and there's going to be no jigsaw, mm. I might fucking check out of this series because yeah. he, he cannot carry and, uh, the one series of, well, on one of the, one of the twists from the end of 4 was that he was never in danger, right? That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he was he basically set up as yeah. a new apprentice. Yeah, that's right. Um, what are the other traps in that movie? I'm just trying to... Um, just, you've, the got one the one, you've got the one where the, the, the woman is connected to the guy through poles and he's been like an abusive husband. Oh, yeah, husband, yeah, and they have to pull she, the right ones out. Yeah, so he's yeah. got it in all his vital places and, and she she's got them yeah. just, like just, you know, fairly safe places. That is places. so stupid. Yeah, they get they that get so they get stupid. so fucking that makes convoluted, no sense. and then you get the whole backstory about Jigsaw and his wife, mm. and like they had it, they had oh, a the baby. baby yeah. but oh, is that, that is... the one with with the knife face trap as well? Yeah, 
Yeah. That's really dumb. That's horrible, by the way, when the guy bursts slams through the, the door, door and slams the door Who is it belly. who does that again? It turns out to be someone important again, doesn't it? It's um, it's, it's like Jigsaw's first victim. Yeah, but no, it's someone else, it's someone who's responsible for the for the, for the Oh yeah, Amanda was basically yeah, yeah, his, yeah, his yeah, 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 girlfriend, and that's mm. how he, you know, mm. tied into her. Um, but yeah, when when they slam the door in the belly, and she just uh, you see the blood coming from between her legs. That's like, oh, this is unnecessary. Yeah, <laughs> like, they really you. It's almost like you're. Well, the rev- thing that bothers me about it is like the last thing you want is to humanize Jigsaw Killer, really. Yeah, because he is a monster. Well, it, but it, yeah, I don't want to feel empathy for him, really. Otherwise, it kind of ruins it. I think. Agree. But it, I th- well, I don't know because I think they already sort of started that process with two, and I kind of bought into that. I mean, the, the, it's, it's not to justify what he's doing, but you can kind of. It's not like he's just you know this po-faced uh, evil I, bastard. I, well, I guess just like, to me it feels a little bit trite because it's like what would turn someone into a psychotic? Oh, they, he lost his baby. You yeah. know, fuck off. That's yeah. ridiculous. Well, it's, that, that's, you know, that, that's like that's so trite. It's like. That's the worst thing. That's like you know. Come it's on. Ca- yeah, but it's. it's Do you know how many people that they're, they're evoking? No, you know what? that sounds reactionary. But I'll say it anyway because I started saying it. Go on. Then. They're evoking the most traumatizing thing that could happen to a family, I think, uh-huh. or a, 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 a couple. Yeah. And they're evoking it to get cheap empathy, I think, and I don't like it. No. There was no need for that. I don't well, think it doesn't okay. add anything. Put it this way. Yeah. It's it's totally unnecessary to see them actually lose the kid. As I say, when she starts bleeding between the legs, I, yeah. I think, you know, just to even have, have a shot of that, I think is fucking unnecessary, and I don't yeah. like it. I think that feels cheap and nasty. Yeah. But, given that, you know, his whole sort of... They, like, they explore the backstory in 4 at the point where he's like... It's... It, <laughs> this is, this is going to sound a strange reference point, but yeah. it's almost like Taxi Driver. Yeah. You seen Taxi Driver? Yeah, long time ago. Okay, so it's like he gets to the point where he sees all this, like, basically what people are doing to themselves and each other because of these, you know, criminal acts and, you know, because of the nature of addiction and everything. And it's not that he becomes a psychopath because he loses the child. That is his sort of breaking point. You can can see he's already sort of building up to that point. That is basically just the. Yeah. That's what sets him off. But there's yeah. already been this escalation. That that is just the trigger point. Yeah. So I I can't agree with you on that yeah. really. I do think it's unnecessary though even to see it. I think we could we could we could just no we could just be told that though you know yeah um I think I well, think that's I, unnecessarily all I, all I, horrible. Like I say, all I think is I feel like it is a it's evoking something for shock value. Oh yeah yeah. But, but, it's, but, they're, like but they're cheap nasty fucking yeah. worthless films. So yeah, they're, they're I mean if they for... set up a trap that like pulled the baby out that would work. That would be better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean opening a door is a rubbish trap. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Hello, Jill. I've mm. got your umbilical cord. And in three minutes, yank. Oh. <laughs> Too late. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's fucking horrible. Saw um, 5. Please don't say that again. Mm. Mm. Saw 5 is the worst one. Uh, yeah, far. I think it's pretty bad. I think, well, this is where Hoffman's the focus. There's barely mm. any jigsaw in it, apart mm. from a flashback where he recruits him, I think. Mm. So, total charmless lead. Is no, 5 the one that opens with the pendulum, or is that 6? Yeah, 5 is the one that opens with the pendulum. Mm. Um, the pendulum trap, which to me, again, feels utterly trite. 
Yeah. Because crushing your hands is lame, for one thing. And yeah. it doesn't... And the weird thing about that is they can't even be consistent with themselves, because the hand crushing... Like, it, it, it doesn't even particularly seem that bad. Mm. Like, for, compared yeah. to the other stuff that you've got yeah. to do. It's like, you can either die slowly by being cut in half, can or you? you can smash your hands, yeah. which could be reconstructed surgically. It's like, oh, well, I'll just put my hands yeah. right in there then. Can you live without a face? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, just crush your pinky a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, the twist there is that it doesn't release him when he does it. Because right. Hoffman doesn't care. Do you know what? The, 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 right. Two and things. it's like, we've seen this. Yeah. We've seen this before. This is not really shocking. Right, two things about five. Yeah. One. Did we see that in the cinema? We didn't see it together. I have uh, seen it, I'm pretty sure, though. We saw three and four together. Yeah, and seven. But we, yeah, but we missed five together. I did yeah. see I did see it in the cinema. I didn't see six in the cinema. I remember, right, mm. the first thing, the tagline was, you won't believe how it ends. Yeah. And I couldn't believe how it ended because it I, so I I thought that I'd actually got so bored that I'd nodded off and missed what the proper twist was. I was waiting on something big, yeah. and it was like a nothing because well, you didn't believe how it ended. To be fair, well, I was like, uh, yeah, I had yeah. no investment in those characters because they're nothing yeah. without Jigsaw. The second thing is the poster. Do you remember the poster? Is it one with the hands, with the glove hands? Or? No, the poster basically has Jigsaw's face. Oh, on almost, someone else, like, yeah, like a mask, yeah. Um. When I saw the poster for Hitchcock with Anthony Hopkins, mm. it reminded me of that. Mm. It, lo- it looked like basically his face just plastered over somebody else's fucking face. I think the Saw movies have always had good posters, like, I have to say. The Saw movies have always had good posters, and they've yeah. always had uh, fairly good trailers, actually. Yeah. Because the trailers have revealed fuck all. Mm. Uh, they've, they've always been teasers, which, you know, I commend them for, because yeah. in a series where you've got that much to reveal, I mean, because... Well, it's all about the money shots, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's all about yeah. the money shots, and it's all about the, the end, sort of, like, last ten minutes, where everything is yeah, sort of yeah, turned yeah. on its head. To reveal nothing, but to make it, you know, basically it's just, like, announcements. It's like, there's, yeah. a, there's a new saw coming this Halloween. Yeah. I got me saw back. <laughs> hey! hey. Yeah. Where's Jigsaw? He's standing in the garden with no clothes on. Hey. No, he's on the autopsy table with no clothes on. Hey. Hey. Excuse me, do you have copies of uh, Saw 1 to 7? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Saw 5. I can't believe some of the traps I used to do. <laughs> okay, that's enough of that. Hello, I'm Tobin Bell, and I like pigs and knickers. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So there's, there's I don't there's have, any, I, I don't five, have anything so. to say about five. Well, it's the thing fucking is, pony. It, it's it, uh, the traps are not memorable. And not. That's all they have now. They make no impact. The only thing that I rem- other oh. thing that I remember from five is it's got um, that uh, Julie Benz, who was in Dexter. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is much better, and was in like sort of Buffy Angel, which was much better. Yeah, she could have been doing a lot better. What are what are the traps in five? I mean, I don't even remember them. <laughs> well, they've got that. Uh, do you know? Oh, what? that's the one where they have to work together, isn't it? Yeah, that's the one where they have to work together. Well, it's like, oh, we've got to get in these like, pipes. Yeah, there's per- clearly room for six people in. Yeah, and it's like, oh yeah, they, they've They're got cartoonishly a, selfish. That's got, the thing. They've it's... got to create. They've got a complete electrical circuit. Somebody's got to get in the bathtub. Mm. Whereas, but they all could have taken one and completed the circuit and had the very little damage. But they push one guy completely into the bath to complete the circuit. They use um, the corpse of the yeah. Back, the, the, um, yeah. the black girl, isn't yeah. yeah, and it's just yeah, it's bobbins. Um, mm. Let's not spend any. Well, any I want to. I will say about the ending of that movie is, I do like it as a shot. 
when Hoffman is in the plexiglass tomb <laughs> doing a smug smile. Right. Looking up at the detective guy as the wall's closing in. Mm. Because for one thing, they you see the wall's closing in trap in yeah. so many things and you never actually see it. Yeah, that's, the, that's, that's so true. So there's a degree of like amusement in that respect when <laughs> you see it, his body getting broken like it, matchsticks. Yeah. While you've got the little plexiglass uh, Hoffman face with blood pouring onto it and he's uh-huh. just smiling. I okay. liked that because it, it felt so utterly bastardly. Yeah, yeah. That, I did that, like that. that, that is... other, other than that. And then, of course, it, it, it paid off in Source 6 when the horrible desiccated corpse yeah, falls off the that's, ceiling. That's which is very funny. The world loves a bastard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, Saw 5, not, not very Saw 5. But it's, it's funny. I think I made a point to you um, ages and ages ago. How mm. many horror series get to number five and it ends up being the worst one. Like the, the, yeah. Like you think like Dream Child and, Yeah, yeah. Halloween five, you know, yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre five. Yeah. <laughs> Which, Which didn't was happen. number five. No, it has happened. If you No, the, the, the fifth one was the remake. Yeah that that counts then. Yeah. Wait, that was the the remake was the fifth one. Surely that was the fourth one. Texas Chainsaw, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the Platinum Dunes one. Yeah, that is the Platinum Dunes one. Oh right. Uh, but there's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 yeah. and 3, which is Le- Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw 3. And then there's the Platinum Dunes. The next, no. Oh, and there's one the, more after that? Yeah, so there's, oh, there's, there's Texas Chainsaw, Texas okay, Chainsaw right. 2, Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw 3, uh, Texas Chainsaw The Next Generation, which has Matthew McConaughey in it. Is it Renee Zellweger in one of those? Yeah, that, she's in that yeah. one. Oh. And then it's the Platinum Dunes remake. Ah, right, which wasn't um, terrible. I I, like there. Seed of Chucky, again, number <laughs> 5, the worst one. Uh, actually, I think Child's Play 3 is worse. Okay. But that's, that's, that's fair enough. But yeah, just you know, it really it felt like they were really struggling with number five to make yeah. it you know compelling, and they really brought it back with number six. Uh, I felt in a way. I well, think so. it, I think number six is far too on the nose with its message. Well, to be yeah, well, for me. well, put it this way: I didn't expect it to be as watchable or as entertaining yeah. as it was. There is stuff following five. in six that I like a lot, though mm. I will say, and there's nothing in five I like a lot, really, yeah. a lot. There's nothing number in five six, I like. <laughs> uh, number six has the pound of flesh, which is crap. I'm just, that is crap. I hate I th- that. But I think... Mainly because I don't like seeing attractive black women cut their arms off. Fair like, enough. Because I'm like, you could use those for cuddling. <laughs> and it makes me sad. Well, he Plus it also used... has the worst acting in the entire series yeah. to that point, which is, <laughs> I ain't dying for you, bitch! Well, now hang on, that's that's a bit racist, you because you're 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 not okay with attractive black women cutting their arms off, but you're okay with a fat, sweaty white man cutting his belly off. Yeah, he can use his belly for cuddling. I mean, imag- you can cut it open and climb inside. Imagine, imagine nuzzling into that belly. What, like a tauntaun? Yeah, cut it open and climb inside. No, no, no. Off. I mean, just like like a cat, just just nuzzling on it. <laughs> no. Go on, no, imagine it. I don't want to imagine it, it's horrible. That's because you're a racist. It's hairy and spot, I don't like it. And there's got some yogurt on there, at least I hope it's yogurt. <laughs> anyway, yes. Yeah, that, that was a crap trap. Source 6 is like <laughs> crap trap. Crap trap. Hey. Yeah. Oh, sharp PC. Shh. Um, Try Office 365 free for one month. No! <laughs> um, Source 6 is very a Hoffman again, isn't it? Isn't yeah, it? yeah, it is of course it is. It's not but Jigsaw's, Jigsaw's in it much more. Yeah, he is, yeah. They, they bring is him that by... with the box? With the box, or is that five? The, the box is five. Yeah. Um, six is, but he, oddly, I think because of the direct connection between him and his main victim in that one, he actually appears on the telly instead of Billy the Puppet. Mm. We haven't even touched on Billy the Puppet yet. Nah, he's just a puppet. He's a great puppet. He is great. It's just a puppet! Oh, six, is, six has my favourite Billy the Puppet moment in it, come to think of it. When no. it swings down and yeah, smacks yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Although I really like, I think it's five, which has the really stupid one, which is like your next move is extremely. No, that's important. four. Oh, that's four. That's it? four. Where, I like where, that she, a lot. where she moves in closer and the head explodes and mm. like shrapnel in her I face. I like that a lot. Yeah, she's an attractive black woman. Why is that okay? Oh, because you know I like it when attractive black women get things in the face. <sighs> that is an incredible thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Yeah, I mean... I just want to apologise to everyone. Please, please To everyone. Um, I'm saying these things for for comedy value. I don't really think... It's just bant. Yeah, it's just a bit of bant. Um, No, Six's point is very very sledgehammer. I agree with that. But I I think the point of it. It's so stupid. At least they tried, I guess. No, but I think giving it a focus Mm. um, just readdresses the balance. Because I think Five just didn't know where it was going. Mm. Um, Whereas, like, it's very targeted, Six. Is six the one that ends with the guy putting the hooks in himself and climbing, or is that seven? No, that's seven. Okay, go on. Sorry, six. That's then. seven. Yeah. Well, you, 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 you really mix. I mean, uh, they yeah, run I, together. They yeah, run they together, do. Man. Do you know what? When I was watching back through them again, yeah. I got very tired um, with just mm. endless fucking, just you know, dread and gore and mm. just torture and screaming. That 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 that's basically my my sense now, memory. Of six this film. has, to my mind, one of the most harrowing traps in it. I would Which say. is the carousel. Carousel. Where you have to choose to save yeah. two people. I really hated that. I thought that was really mean. I didn't like it. Why is that? Well, imagine. Okay, well, no, I won't say this because it's a horrible thing to say. But like, the idea that you have to choose two people to live out of what six. Yeah. And the whole time they're yelling at you and bitching and sniping each other yeah. about like, and one of them lying about being pregnant. Yeah. And it's just like that's that's vicious. Yeah. It's like it's just really horrible. See, I find that guiltily sort of entertaining. Um, the fact that they're all competing to, to live and, you know, they're just making up shit and they're all slinging mud mm. at each other. It's just like, well, look at all these people. Fuck them. Um. <laughs> oh, and then, of course, you have the guy shouting, like, your policy is bullshit. Your yeah, it's like, yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Insurance is well, to bad. Be, I to get be it. fair, do you know what? America's mm. um, lack of health care, mm. you know, if you're going to take shots at that and you, you I don't mind. I don't mm. care because it's fucking terrible. Um, that country is just broken. Mm. Uh, I, I feel <laughs> sorry, Americans, but it is. Mm. Um, is so, fine. Yeah, but um, like I, that is not as horrible to me as when he has to, like when he's strapped to that thing and the other guy's strapped to the thing, and it's like basically ev- every thing. breath that they take mm. like clamps their like rib cages and shit, and basically because the guy's a heavy smoker, he can't out yeah. breathe the guy, and he just dies. That's horrible. Mm. Um, yeah, some genuinely affecting traps. I, I I really like what they what they did, just giving Jigsaw more focus because he, he is the focus, and and carrying this on after like they kill him off mm. is a very bad idea unless you've actually got something to back it up with. And I think they I think they achieved a better focus. In I six. think the acting performances in six are bottom of the barrel. Mm. Well, when the guy gets fucking melted at oh, the end. Oh, that's hilarious. That is wicked. I, I love that. That is yeah, so funny. That, that's, that is really... I'll make the choice. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the most absurd deaths yeah. of the series as well. It is, it's it is. But the, the, the gore of it, I found, you know, quite... It's funny. Good. Yeah, yeah. Well, quite well done. Um, now, Six also... Now, I know you don't like Hoffman, but I thought the ending of Six was fucking awesome. The ending of Six is awesome. The most badass awesome. thing yeah. ever. Yeah. It made when, me like him. Yeah, it when, made me when, kind of like when him. it ends with him on his knees screaming and half his jaw mm. is just ripped open. That was well. Awesome. The thing is, I it made me like I said, I, it made me like Hoffman because mm. Jill Jigsaw's wife puts him in the reverse bear in trap. fly trap, like the, the, yeah, the, the reverse, reverse bear trap. Sorry, from the from the first. I keep one, thinking yeah. of the Venus fly trap, but the reverse yeah, bear trap. Yeah, and 
he so he basically what he breaks his hand yeah to get it out of the restraint yeah and when he realizes he's not going to be able to get this thing off he runs to the glass above the door there's like bars yeah smashes his face through it uh-huh so the, and then the trap opens but it's blocked by the bars yeah so it and it, and it it's the sheer like I'm getting out of this. Yeah. And it's just a nice way to end it. It's yeah. different. And it's like, it makes him into basically the Terminator. <laughs> and it makes him, it makes him kind of cool, I yeah, think. Yeah. Because he's like, okay, which so now is, we understand why this guy is worthy. Yeah. Which he's is prepared a pity. to do this. It's a pity because when you get to seven, he mm. just returns to sort of meat face thug again. And in seven, um, they, they say turn Jigsaw's wife into a stupid whiny, like, yeah, and she, scared she, of everything. She seems really inept yeah. and, and sort of powerless and stuff. And that is not the character that she was playing the whole time. That, that's really, yeah. but if we, I mean, is that what you've got to say in six? In six, yeah. Seven is a fucking waste. It, it really is. Um, Till the end, yeah. Mm. The thing is, they were originally planning seven and eight to end it. Right. And basically because of the decline in box office, yeah. they consolidated it all into one. That does not help Seven. It feels <laughs> really rushed. Like everything is just a struggle to sort of just put everything that they've got left mm. into this because they've only got ninety minutes left. Now if, um, if memory so serves Seven has really stupidly convoluted traps in it as well. Uh yeah. It's got And some... it opens with a I'm gonna use that word again, I apologize. It opens with a really uncomfortable slut shaming trap. <laughs> That is when you th- you know when they're in public. Oh no, because it opens with uh, going back to Doctor Gordon. Shit, you're right. Yeah. Sorry, I mean the opening trap though. The oh, first the opening trap. trap. Yeah, 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 yeah. And sure, it's sure, sure. Kind sure. of sure. a slut shaming trap yeah, where the men punish the woman for being promiscuous. Yeah, and it, it feels like it's supposed to, you're supposed to punch the air. Yeah, because they're like, yeah, they're giving that bitch what for because she. Well, some that's it. I mean, she, and it's horrible. It's horrible because she. She doesn't. There's no intelligence in no. in in that because it's like, oh, I love you, Ryan, and then he's like, oh, I'll get him then, and then he's like, when he looks like he's losing, she's like, oh, I love you, really. It's like, well, you're setting yourself up for a kill. Then they they don't oh. regard that with any. I mean, that's that is emblematic of how cheap and yeah. thoughtless and nasty that franchise can get. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, it's you, ro- you, and you're the, absolutely I, and, right. And I found it uncomfortable. Yeah, like because it's like. It's a slut shaming. Yeah, thing. That's yeah, all it's, it totally, it's a totally. It's like, shot. yeah, okay, yeah. the character is mendacious, fine. Yeah, but then they create this kind of like, yeah, let's slowly cut her in half with a yeah. circular saw, yeah. and we're not going to die go, for you, yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah that. Static. Yeah, again, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's like, nah, nah, it's yeah. no, that's no, horrible. that's that's really, and yeah. and it's in front of every an audience yeah, that's well, that's the first bizarre. like public trap. Yeah, why why would he do that? It makes no sense. Yeah, the the thing is, Saw Seven feels like a fuck you. Yeah, a bit. Um, in many regards. Now, the, now the, the interesting thing behind that is that the guy who directed it, mm. directed Six, he was about to do Paranormal Activity 2. Right. And they clamped him into, like, there was some sort of clause in the contract that he dis- that he signed for directing Six, where they were like, no, we're going we're to have you back to direct Seven, even when he didn't want to. And it basically felt like, okay, so you're forcing me to do this job that I don't want to do because I got a better... I, what I regard as a better offer. I'm just going to fuck this up as much as I can and make yeah. it really horrible. And it comes off. The 3D effects are fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. Saw, as a franchise, to me, the fact that they did it in 3D, it's like, why? Mm-hmm. Now, that is, again, that is emblematic of how just, like, they, they've given up caring at this point. Because yeah. that is not a franchise that lends itself to 3D. Yeah. Um, 
Because it doesn't have things flying at you and stuff. And they, they, well, it doesn't that one. They, that's they, why they have to have that stupid dream sequence. Well, that's it. But it's the, the yeah. way they pitch it is really convoluted. They, they yeah. find really horrible convoluted ways of flying things at you. Yeah. Um, There's a bit in that movie that always makes me laugh, I have to say, which is um, the most terrible trap in the entire Saw series, which is Chester Bennington from Linkin Park glued to a seat. Glued to a car seat, yeah. yeah. I think that's fucking hilarious, because that is that is like the domino effect trap. Because yeah. remember, because like, basically he's got to tear himself out of that seat mm. to save everybody else, but the fact that he doesn't, the car motors off, it runs over mm. someone, somebody else is chained to the wall, yeah. and he fucking explodes and shit. Yeah, I love the whole, like, fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> really, you're just punishing this band of, like, neo-Nazis or whatever the hell they were. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's okay. The fact I'm, that it's I'm Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park makes it funny. Chester though. Bennington, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they have given up trying at that point. I mean, as I, I think I said this to you earlier, there's literally a bit where the cop takes Jill into the, the safe house and she's like really afraid that Hoffman's going to find her. And he's like, Jill, it's a safe house. Safe house. It's safe. It's a house. He won't find you. He goes into the next room. He's found her. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> Come, you're not even trying. You're not even trying anymore. Yeah, so, um, what else? Uh, oh, the ending, though. Yeah, Saw 7's ending makes up for the entire lost, <laughs> yeah. like, four films. Like Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Because, like, Basically, for a serious fan, when, for when, a fan like us, when uh, Gordon cuts his foot off at the end of that first one and he goes to get help, the yeah. the, the frustrating thing was that like uh, the various films kept returning to that bathroom in that setting. You never see his corpse. Yeah, and I'm going, what the hell happened to him? Why aren't we getting told that? And but basically, obviously, they were saving it for the end. So when you find yeah. out that he has also been an apprentice the whole time, yeah, and that he's been helping him, and it and it actually goes back and reveals like. You know, because it, it makes sense that some of those traps, like some of the stuff yeah, that he did yeah. to set up the traps, required medical knowledge, like sewing up his, the guy's eyes and stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and that he's been helping him the same yeah. time, and that he locks Hoffman in the bathroom. Yeah. That was the best ending I could have conceived of for that entire. Series. I really liked. There's a very I, specific uh, shot that I like. Um, a bit of acting actually, and I, I, he's not a good actor, but this bit of acting works for me uh -huh. a lot. Which is the look he gives him when he knocks him back with his stick. Uh -huh. He has this amazing, like, spiteful, yeah. fuck you, I'm in charge. Yeah. And it's just such a and good he, payoff. And he quite clearly is in charge yeah, at that point. Yeah, it's such a good know. payoff. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's, because you hate Hoffman. Yeah, it's a spectacular payoff. And because it's like, no, it's all about me. I'm the OG. I've been there since the beginning exactly, and I'm better than you. Exactly, exactly. And yeah. when he, you know, when he Jigsaw walks in the bathroom, you. Yeah, yeah. he throws the saw out so he can't use it. Yeah. He walks past his like desiccated cut off. He, he looks at it almost fondly, which is it's the best. Just like, part. I earned that. Yeah, that's my foot. <laughs> yeah, that's just... my foot. <laughs> Game over. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I also like the fact that it's bookended to a degree because the last shot of the jigsaw killer that you see is the dead body um, laying on the ground in the first one, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, because that's the first time you see him in the first that's film. It's, the... it's only a little thing, but yeah, I, yeah, I did it's, it, that. it's good. The, the, like mm. the, the whole. The main thrust of that film, though, is is bollocks. It's it's all about this this guy who's making a living off pretending so, to have been pretending a victim, to yeah. be a jigsaw survivor. Yeah, which in in a, it's, yeah, it's not that bad. Mention actually, yeah, yeah, but jigsaw's barely in it again. Well, for mm. me, I dislike the you know the woman who gets torched at the end. That's horrible. She didn't do anything. Yeah, she didn't do anything. That's horrible. And that's mean. 
Like, again, it's... Again, again yeah. I mean, you know what? It wouldn't have been okay if she had done something bad, mm. but then at least there would have been the semblance of morality, yeah, the morality it, to the again, film. But again, there isn't. It's that, just like, no, watch this innocent person burn. Yeah. Like, you know, we've done a burning trap before, but this time we're going to linger on it. Yeah. And it's actually like the fucking roaster. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, it's in... Is it in the shape of a pig? Sort of, yeah. Yeah. Um, you see the sort of the horrible shots of just mottled yeah. burning skin, and like the burning trap in two, they don't do that. No, no, they they, keep they don't that, linger they, on it. It's yeah, still horrible, but they don't linger. It is, on it. It and is in, horrible. And in on seven, it. it's like nope, here's some burning skin. Yeah, and sorry, it, yeah, and it, it just like, feels like they're, they're pushing it. Yeah. Um, also, seen but Jill. would it have killed them to let one live? Yeah, would it have really killed them to do? Well, that? Yeah, that, that that's it. To have it, one person walk away from the jigsaw killer and be like. I got away. That's where it feels mean-spirited. The, yeah. the other thing is, yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be this band of jigsaw survivors. Like, he has that sort of class at the beginning where Dr. Gordon first turns yeah, yeah, up yeah, and we yeah. know he's alive. And it's like, I was really thinking, oh, they're going to bring people back from previous films. And there was barely anybody. There, no. was, the, there was the black woman from Six that cut, yeah. her, cut her arm off. Beyond that, I didn't recognize any of those people. And there were people that made it through those traps. Yeah. You know, like, very, you know, few. Yeah. But there, there were. They could have recruited, like, a bunch of old faces, given yeah, that yeah, it was yeah, going to yeah. be the finale. It just, it didn't have any investment in it. Um, until the very end. Until the very fucking end. Mm. Now, the thing is, I mean, Jill getting killed is kind of horrible, because he puts the, the bear trap on her, and you actually see oh, but her that's, face that's fan service, because you've never seen that actually that, successfully That's, that's true. But the other thing is, mm. it then... You know, makes it even more triumphant when he gets his come up and set the hands of Gordon after, mm. just after that, right? Yeah. So, you know, you, the, that's kind of, but her getting roasted alive in that oven is just, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's totally unnecessary. Um, but having said that, the, the last 10 minutes of that film, that is the best wrap up to a horror Fire series. Franchise, yeah. yeah that, I, that I have seen just in terms of. I remember of, being euphoric. Yeah. We, we as, both, as we both came out of As we followed that series, like, yeah. not religiously, but closely. Mm. It was just so exciting mm. to see they all get tied up so nicely. Yeah, I think yeah, I came out of that thinking yeah. that is. Of course, the, it, of course, it didn't leave without questions because there yeah. were two other pig masks at the end. Yeah, they so like, who's, who who's under those? Yeah, so that's something they could work with, but I don't really care. You know, I didn't. No, I'm not really bothered. I, the the reveal of him was more than enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, again, you know, we've discussed that. Unfortunately, uh, it looks like the series is coming back. Because um, they're they're potentially unfortunately for you, we don't know anything about it yet. No, but I mean, potentially the, making this new film. Yeah, um, I don't know anything about it yet, so I'm not prepared to make. Maybe a maybe that will get picked up on mm. as a point, like who was under the other two masks. I hope not. I was like, it doesn't matter. It'll be Chester Bennington. <laughs> yeah, and Fred Durst. <laughs> Chester Bennington, you don't see him conclusively die, so yeah. it could be. Or you know, who's who's the guy at Papa Roach? <laughs> yeah, Jacob and Shaddix. <laughs> <laughs> and Jet Li. <laughs> yeah, well, they don't need Jet Li because they uh, got Doctor Gordon. I am nobody's bitch. Ah, well, You're all mine. Well, it's in our nature to kill. Oh, that's the wrong song. Sorry. <laughs> Cop my life into pieces. This is my last resort. No, did, did, did you don't know what I'm doing, do you? Did, I the do. ending of the one. <laughs> No. Suffocation. Oh, yeah. No breathing. Don't give Well, I don't remember anything about that. We, we've had this conversation. I don't remember anything about that film well, because the, the, it was the, crap. The one is garbage, but it has the greatest ending of any film in cinema. It doesn't history. have the, Well. <laughs> <laughs> I am nobody's bitch. You are mine. Stu, I got, I got a proposal. You know I'm exaggerating because it's so bad. Yeah. Right? I got, I got, I got a proposal for you, though. Yeah. How about our next podcast? We talk about endings. 
Okay, I'm up for that. All right, let's do that. Hey, hey. hey. I like the way you made it sound spontaneous as if we hadn't already agreed to do this. <laughs> yeah. You've given the game away now. Okay, cut, cut. <laughs> uh, so that's the Saw series. That's the Saw series, yeah. So, so like, in summary... A lot weaker than I remember, actually, <laughs> yeah. on, on reflection. No. Um, but with a couple of really strong um, stars. Yeah. And Saw 7 was more or less the final torture porn film to come out of Hollywood. Yeah, I so we, yeah, we got this reference point, Gornography. Yeah. Um, which, basically, there's a, yeah, it speaks about this subclass of films, which I think pretty much kicked off with Saw and ended with Saw 7. Yeah. By the time Saw 7 came about, there I don't... so many, though. Yeah. But yeah. nobody's doing that now. Not it's, in it's, the Hollywood it's, sector. It's no. really gone off the, in terms of the mainstream stuff. Yeah, yeah because absolutely. I mean the thing is that is something that used to exist in a non-mainstream capacity. Yeah, like it the is. previously mentioned guinea pig movies and Boy Meets Girl and yeah, stuff like that. that, that that's the. But it was to it was a degree very... even Funny Games, which is an art film. Funny Games is fucking terrible. Um, I, I hate that film. I think that it's. Uh, well, we're not talking about that, but I, no. I mean, I can never decide if I like it or not. I don't enjoy watching it, but well, I think that it is effective. Okay, put, put it this I way. I definitely find it effective. When I saw it, I was affected by it. Put it this way. I've only seen the remake, oh, which, which okay. he, well, which he did. It's so, a, yeah, it's exactly, exactly but that's it. Yeah, almost I'm, shot I'm, for shot. I'm watching this, and I know that it's shot for shot the same film, yeah. and I'm thinking, is he making a point by making this remake absolutely shot for shot? It's like, because it's utterly pointless. Has he directed the first in, intentionally pointless remake? Yeah, that was a sort of curious point. Um, it has that really effective sequence where it's like it's held that long shot after the kid dies and they yeah. leave, and they are just they're struggling to unbind themselves from their sort of um, restraints, yeah. not trying not to think about the fact that their son's dead. Yeah, and it's it's held for about ten minutes. That was a really good shot. Uh, I sequence. think the thing is, I think there are a lot of good sequences in that movie. I just, but that's me. That's but Michael thing. Michael Haneke is just this sledgehammer filmmaker, and he doesn't even make them entertaining. He's just, he's just a boring, oh god, no, boring um, funny games is not entertaining. No, I, I, I really I, don't. I, like I, the I, I hesitate to call it bad because I don't know anything about the director. I don't care. I just take the film as it is, and mm. there is stuff in it that I find interesting because it's a deliberately off kilter. Yeah. Subversion of expectations, and it's done in such, and it is done in a bloody obvious way. Yeah, but it still works. Like the long shot with the reveal of the dead dog, I always think is fucking haunting. Oh, when because she opens the boot and the guy turns to the camera. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just don't expect it, you know. And um, <laughs> I like the sheer pretentious cheekiness of the remote control sequence as well, because See, you, you, I've never seen that before. Yeah, and it's I, cheeky and it's pretentious as hell, and yeah. it's an asshole dick move. Yeah, and I like that. I like that he just went, "I'm doing this," because then people get mad, and that's good. But that is you know? kind of. You know the point that you were making about Saw Six being Sledgehammer with its, mm. you know, its targeting um, the healthcare system. Yeah, he is like directly oh, pissing pissing in the it's face the of the audience. Yeah, it's the same. It's just that it's, the, the, the it, performance is better. Yeah, frankly. but it's so fucking smug. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I cannot it get is. on board with that. I'm it like, is oh, smug, fuck but you. the it you're is, not cleverer than me. It, don't it, don't it, pretend it, that it, you are. It you know? is. Well, don't get defensive, Kenny. Now you sound like it's working. No, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. Let's see how he likes it. The smug. I mean, the thing is, the smugness is like. Part and parcel with the with the narrative because the characters are smug. There are a yeah. couple of like polo shirt wearing, yeah. like smug preeny pretty boys, and I, that's the point. I just don't enjoy. And it you hate them. On any I don't enjoy it either, but I, I don't think it's a terrible film. I think it's a worthwhile film. I would show well, it. And I, I was shown it in school, and, and I'm glad I was. You were shown that in school. 
Yeah, well, in um, like when I did when I studied my level in film. Oh wow, okay. They showed us that film, and I'm glad, gonna, I'm glad I, they showed us that. I imagine school. Hi, kids. Yeah, <laughs> primary school. We've got a choice: Pinocchio or Funny Games. Oh, Funny Games! I like games. <laughs> I like totals. I like, I like Funny Games. I like totals. <laughs> anyway, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah we're not talking about funny games. No, we're not talking about funny uh, games. But the decline of torture porn, really, because we had what? We had Saw series. We had uh, Hostel, Garbage. Fucking oh, can, can we captivity can we, garbage captivity? That's Paradise the one. Lost garbage. Captivity is the one that killed it. Really, I would captivity, say. Captivity. No, I never saw that. Yeah, but the, when you get to a point where one of the things is that she's got a, is it she's got a drink liquidized body parts? Yeah, right? yeah. Right. Now that is you're just reveling in sickness. Yeah, <laughs> and that is yeah, well, I, audition. He has to eat vomit. So. Well, that yeah, but that's fucking horrible. But that is just you know uh, an an example of how fucking demented she is. Um, yeah. Plus, they stole that. They stole that from the video game uh, Phantasmagoria in the nineties. Okay, so. okay, yeah. I'm, I I don't want to go and see something like that. I th- I think the well, re- captivity sort of killed it because there was a big backlash against the promotion for it because it was oh, basically just like woman like abducted, tortured, and killed. Oh no, no. There, there was something about the poster or something, right, for that film. Yeah. Um, There's a bil- big billboard which is like a woman, and it literally says like captivity, like yeah, c- c- captured, tortured, executed, or or exp- yeah, or yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's right. Um, Alicia Cuthbert, one of the worst actresses in the world. Yeah. Um, you I know. wish she really had been captured and killed. No, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't mean that. Um, sorry. <laughs> See, yeah. every time we make a good point, you just <laughs> like, so you have captivity, paradise lost. Yeah. Uh, the collector. Yeah, oh yeah, right. Like, there's two of those films, right? Have you seen those? Because yeah, they're, they're yeah. by the guys that did the last four Saw films. Yeah, collector in the collection. Yeah. Have you seen? Have you yeah, seen, I've them? seen them? Yeah. What are they like? Because I've I've never gone near them. Uh, they're they're pretty bad. Don't watch them. Okay. The collection has a really interesting balls to the wall opening, and that's it. Are they as just downright offensive as Hostel? No. Can we just briefly touch on Hostel? Yeah, briefly because I hate Hostel. Okay. Hostel is Hostel. the it to me. If, sorry for interrupting, but now go for it. Hostel to me is the apex of mean-spirited. Yes. Because uh, there's no humanity and there's no morality and no. all it feel it feels like the Saw movies but even less subtle, yeah. really. Like, it's just you came here to see some bad things happen to people, yeah. right? Well, I guess here you go. Well, this this is it. I mean, but this is what you get um, <clears throat> it's, it's a sort of pattern with horror. Yeah. When when there's any any sort of particularly popular subgenre of horror, you get a bunch of people looking at the films, not really knowing, because there's usually a kickoff film, and I'd say Saw there was there was definitely the kickoff to the new sort of wave of torture porn, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. mainstream torture porn. So somebody's looked at that, not really understood the the point, which is like, I mean, Saw, as we've said, is fairly bare bones in terms mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. the the mm-hmm. amount of torture and grew and horrible. And somebody's gone. They've tr- they've basically replicated the furniture of that film without really understanding what makes that film work. Yeah. So it's like, oh, they've picked up on the point. Right. Okay. This series is getting popular because people enjoy the torture, right? And they enjoy just seeing just really nasty stuff on screen, right? That's yeah. what we'll do. And basically, Hostel feels like a reaction to that. Well, of course, Hostel is made by a hack con- who can't yeah. make a film. That's correct. As well, which yeah. is a problem. Do you know what? I went back and watched Cabin Fever. Why? Because I remember liking it. I hate Cabin Fever. I, re- I remember liking yeah. it. I went back and watched it. I'm like, this is fucking terrible. It's insipid. I'm sorry. Why did I, why did I not, even no, like this? I, I'm not saying, like, haha, I was right all along. No, no. Because there are films I've loved 
when I was younger and watched them now and thought this is pump like Sin City for yeah. example yeah Sin City's fucking terrible but yeah. Cabin Fever is garbage and I hate it yeah I hate Cabin Fever it's a but stupid host- Eli Roth hack prick yeah idiot twat fucking misogynist but where is dick. Cabin Fever you can't is just, make a good film Cabin Fever is bad Hostel is offensive and Hostel 2 is even more the thing offensive. That, well, Hostel 2, I didn't find Hostel 2 as bad as Hostel 1, personally. Well, I... Because Hostel 2 at least felt like they were going mental. Yeah, but Hostel 2 feels worse in that, you know, it's primarily all women. Oh, God, are, yes, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah which yeah. is just... I mean, I imagine him buying the camera with a hard-on just, like, really yeah, chugging it. Yeah, fair point, yeah. You know, because, yeah. again, it's reveling... Oh, well, I mean, he hates women. You can, yeah. you can okay, tell from his films that yeah. he hates women. Well, did you see Knock Knock? Yeah. Yeah, which is like... Uh, You've, Green you've, Inferno as well. Yeah, you've he got humiliates and hates women. I've got you've got a film where two mm. of the lead characters are women, and it's written by a bunch of men. Well, so it's like total slut shaming. Yeah. Um, they're like Keanu Reeves is this totally unrelatable fuck because he <laughs> cheats on his wife, uh, yeah. and then you're supposed to feel sorry for him, and he go. <laughs> uh, um, I, I swear I don't to know. God, I think no, what you're, you, I think what you, I think what you're saying to a degree is. Reverse slut shaming in a way, but the thing is, he goes he goes on this yeah. epic rant against these two women that yeah. are like that are basically tying him up and torturing him, mm. and it feels like this is the viewpoint of one of the filmmakers just mm. venting all their frustration at the female sex, yeah. and it's and it's one of the most <sighs> irk reason things I've ever had to sit through. Um, it's adds an well, I mean, you terrible, didn't have to sit, through, to sit through. I, mean, I, I did. I, I, well, I, I, not, I forced myself to. I would do recommend it. not watching any Eli Roth. No, I won't ever again. The yeah. thing, the thing about Hostel is he's got a real thing for people vomiting on themselves. Yeah, he does. Yeah, like they're, they're always like ball gagged, and then like well, the, those uh, two guys in that film, in that first film, just yeah. can keep vomiting on themselves. Well, I'm like in what's what is in the Green Inferno. Oh my God! You sat through that, Jesus Christ! Yeah, well, I had to because it's kind of a Holocaust, um, like rip off. A, a rip off. Well, not not a rip off. It's you know, it's a Quentin Tarantino style homage, mm-hmm. aka a fucking rip off. But I mean, <laughs> the thing is, as much as you dislike Quentin Tarantino, yeah, I think he knows how to fucking frame a shot. You know, he, like, <laughs> I will, I will say that. But he's like, you Eli know, Roth I, doesn't for, even know how to do that. For everything that I have against him, he yeah. is he is enthusiastic about cinema and he, he loves cinema. So yeah. I'm sure he's realised. I mean. Don't get me wrong, he's probably nicked it from a handful of oh, other yeah, people no, who are much more talented than him, yeah. but he does know how to frame a shot. Yeah, yeah Eli Roth doesn't know how to do that, even. <laughs> he doesn't know how to frame yeah, a shot. Yeah, fair and enough. Green Inferno has a sequence in which one of the women, they're basically caged up by these cannibals, uh-huh. one of the women gets the shits and right. does a big noisy shit in the corner of this cage, and they linger on her expression of embarrassment as she's doing this in front oh, of everyone. Oh, God. And then you cut to, like, the cannibal children all, like, pointing and laughing at her. Right. While you've got this doo-doo music with, like, shit noises over it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what, what what does this add to the film other than, like... Yeah. What, why, why is this... Is he tugging it? Yeah. Has he got, like, a scat fetish? This is weird. Yeah, this is just like, Why is this in the film? This isn't really horrific. It's it get- just kind of, like, it makes you think... I mean, you take Eli Roth's filmography and you look at it, and it's impossible, knowing what I know now, to to not go. This guy hates women. He does. He wants. Yeah. He wants them to feel humiliated. I mean, it's bizarre. Do you want to? Because you you've seen this, and I won't ever mm. watch it. Do you want it at this point? Because this definitely falls into the realm of extreme cinema. Mm. Do you want to say something about a Cannibal Holocaust? 
I actually meant to say something about it earlier, but well, by all means, since you've referenced that as yeah. a, as a sort of... I'm thinking I might save it for a future one because honestly, there is so much I could say about that film. Okay, but the main thing for Cannibal Holocaust is it is the it's one of the okay there are 39 video nasties as discussed mm. on the UK list. That doesn't mean there are only 39 extreme horror movies <laughs> because yeah. frankly, about 20 of the video nasties would get a 15 these days, mm. uncut because yeah. they're shit. Yeah. Uh, Another ten of them are unwatchable garbage, yeah. and the rest of them are okay, maybe, and two of them are great. Uh-huh. That's genuinely how it works. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. okay. all the video Nazis are basically just trash tier, not worth watching. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Except Cannibal Holocaust and Evil Dead. And their only interest point is the fact that they got banned. Now, yeah, now that is an exaggeration because there are some decent films in there. Like I do like Absurd. I think Anthropophagus Beast is worth watching, but it's very bad. But the only two that I would say definitely watch is Cannibal Holocaust. And Evil Dead. And even then, I can't say definitely watch Cannibal Holocaust because it's a bad film. Okay. So definitely, you know, definitely don't because you, you it, it's difficult to take. Even now, there is nothing as bad as Cannibal Holocaust, I would say. I mean, well, there is, but it's not really available. Are we talking like snuff? <laughs> no, we're, we're talking. Okay, I'm going to make myself sound depraved as fuck now. Okay. But I mean, we're talking about the tiers of extreme cinema here. We have extreme cinema you can walk into the shop and buy. Yeah. And, and then you have extreme cinema that you can't walk into the shop and buy because it won't get a classification. So they don't even bother trying. <laughs> and I'm talking stuff like Lucifer Valentine's um, stuff, like a regurgitated sacrifice, stuff like that. Never uh, even heard of it. <laughs> more August Underground. Never heard um, of it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And don't look up, don't look them up, you know. Okay, I uh, won't. Cruel fucking nightmare, violent shit, that sort of stuff. Just uh-huh. horrible films. Horrible yeah. films. Yeah. That you can't buy. And, <sighs> Cannibal Holocaust is a roughly halfway house because any version of that film you buy in the UK is going to be missing stuff. Yeah. Because of the law. But I got it uncut back when I was a student. That's right. Because I remember of that. Graham bought two copies and uh, I gave him the money for it, basically. Yeah. And I watched it and I was like, this might be the most important film ever. Like, ever. To me. Because Cannibal Holocaust is basically a critique of gore cinema. Mm. At the same time, it's a completely hypocritical piece of nonsense (laughs) by being abject gore cinema filled with real animal cruelty footage that was shot just for the film. They just slaughtered animals and filmed it and put it on camera. But... It's also about a documentary crew who do those things. Mm. So it's the most weirdly meta film ever. And for that reason, it's fucking fascinating. Yeah. And I would never call it a good film, ever, because no. that would be a lie. Mm. But for my God, it makes you think. But it's doing something. Yeah. I just... It's one of those things... Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's very tangible with me. It's something that I can't watch because I know I'll feel ill yeah. afterwards. I mean, I... <laughs> you know, well, this this does not fall in the realms of extreme cinema at all. Yeah. But like, okay, I saw segments, and I don't think I saw the whole thing. But I saw segments of The Fly, like David yeah. Cronenberg's Fly, when I was like eight, nine. Yeah. And when he starts like vomiting that bile to sort of yeah. dissolve his food, that actually made me feel so ill that I stopped eating for like a week or something. <laughs> like, I barely ate anything. Cronenberg will do that. Um, to such an extent, I I had. A mental scar yeah. because of that film, and for twenty years I didn't go back to it. But you I, have said, but I did yeah. go back. I I felt brave enough to actually go back to it, but I, it was real trauma. Yeah. <laughs> but when I went back to it, I was like, "That's a fucking amazing film." And that's me with The Shining. I saw it. Yeah. I, I saw a bit of it when I was a kid. Yeah, it scared the shit out of me. 
watched it on a Sunday morning. Yeah. In a full house in broad daylight, uh-huh. and I got through it. You managed to and get through it. And now it's one of my favourite films yeah. of all time. Yeah. See, that, that's, yeah, it's... it's uh... That might be an interesting subject, actually. Films from childhood that left a mark. Oh god, there's there's quite a few. <laughs> Betty Blue on Channel Four that one time. No, I'm sorry, that's just that's pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> Thousands of kids the next morning with just like broken wrists and like, dicks like dust. <laughs> Return to Oz. Return to Oz fucking scared me, man. Uh, the, the wheelies aren't that scary. Yes, they are. It's, it's yes, the... they are. It's the bit where the rock face like eats the moose head thing. Oh well, the whole film is completely off kilter. It's it's so horrible. Yeah, I I love it to bits. Um, it's it's but, fucking horrible. Yeah, Cannibal Holocaust. Um, yeah, I, I I will never ever. Well, see the that thing film. is, I the thing is, the DVD has an option to watch the film with all the animal cruelty removed. Uh huh. And there's no point. No. There's no point because yeah. it's not the complete film. Yeah. And if you don't see that, you don't get the shades of grey. That's that's it. Uh, yeah, you don't see the full atrocity that the filmmakers have made. Mm-hmm. And it's this f- film made about an atrocity, faked to look like an atrocity by the fake filmmakers making an atrocity, who then make a real atrocity in the fake film about an atrocity, <laughs> and then the whole film itself, yeah. as an entity, is an atrocity. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah, that, it's, see, like that's... Puzzle, it's like a goddamn puzzle box. I swear. Yeah. The there's even configuration. There's, yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. There's even like actual like war camp footage in it because they yeah. because they make they talk about the documentary team that's gone to the Green Inferno in that movie mm. and the last film they made is called Last Road to Hell and it's a bunch of Mondo footage mm. of people getting like shot and it's real. It's yeah. real yeah. death footage. Yeah. And again, by doing that, they're making a point because yeah. they're saying this the Mondo genre exists and if you like it, you are a sick fuck. Mm. Uh, but at the same time. It's also saying, and I'm a sick fuck for making it, you know, because that's what I do. So it's got layers. Um, it's an absolutely fascinating movie. And honestly, I would like recommend heartily that you watch it, but at the same time, if you don't watch it, no one's going to blame you because it's vile. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's too yeah. vile for me. Mm. There's, there's, there's certain lines that even, even you know, because I'm a long-time horror fan, yeah. but I know what I can stomach and I know what I can't get through and that I couldn't get through without mm. being legitimately ill. Yeah. Uh, but it's all about textures. Like, mm-hmm. I, and I wanted to make this point. Like, get, we, oh, we, that we, reminds we, me, go on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, when we, we started speaking about, you know, like basically the stuff early on that got banned. Yes. And the stuff that you can get away with, you know, like in terms of the Saw series that, you know, yeah. what, what they could show in mainstream horror, mm. which... Really, in terms of like the sort of actual on-screen violence, is way beyond what oh, God, was yes. what was in like something like Last House on the Left or Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, Last House on the Left has like the briefest scene of disembowelment, yeah. and then in Saw Six, Saw Five, you've yeah. got or which which was on the pendulum again? Uh, the pendulum is five. Yeah, yeah. Saw Five has got. The pendulum cutting the guy open with frequent cuts to each like intestine link getting thrown around the room. That is funny as hell, and it's yeah. like in this would be banned like yeah. that. No worries. That would not come yeah. out. So it's uh, like this would have, be banned as shit. Have we? Have, have have our standards in terms of like that relaxed too much, or is it just that uh, mm. you know it's kind of? I mean, the the thing is, you know, compare. I, I keep coming back to Texas Chainsaw Massacre because the yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is the best example I can think of. Like the fact that was banned, right? Yes, it was. Yeah. yeah. Now, that had no reason to be banned. There, Absolutely there, none. There is Absolutely an in- none. But there is there is an intensity to that film. Yeah. Now, there, you don't like that film, do you? I don't like it. Mm. I, th- I actually find it quite boring, as yeah. I find Last House on the Left quite boring, actually, yeah. just as a horror film. But 
I will give it absolute props for you know it it, it deserves credit Jesus. for this. The, Texas Chainsaw. The last the, half hour is just this aggressive buzzing noise on yeah. the soundtrack, and it's fucking brutal. Yeah, the sound design of that yeah. film is incredible, but it obviously I love the ending as well. Go on, sorry, it, sorry. it had it had it generated a real impact in that it led people to believe that they saw more than they did. Yeah. In terms of violence, because the sound design is fucking immaculate on that film, but it feels, it it's you know it it it's shot like a reconstruction, yeah, it, totally almost like yeah. you you would say like like a crime watch reconstruction or something, you know, yeah. like a really old school. I'm reconstruction. getting tears in my eyes thinking about the ending of that movie now. See, the movie. ending of that movie totally sucks me out of that. Really, because of the jagged editing, like the way they 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 show yeah. the table and then it cuts to like a close up of her eye. And it's, it's, it's not that. It's the bit when he's outside in the twilight, like the sun, because he's just lost. His oh, shit. when he loses his rag at the end, yeah, and he's just dancing around. with the chainsaw. And I yeah. find that shit beautiful. Yeah, but, like I don't like, even. I can't even explain why. It's the catharsis of the release from the hell. Uh huh. And all that's left is this mad person. Yeah. But then there's all that sense that oh god, he's not dead. <laughs> he's yeah. still there that's, forever. That's it. But she's got out. Yeah. It's and a. It's, it's a really. It's a fantastic a, film ending. As it's well a really as important I film. Yeah. I just. I personally, it just doesn't yeah. do anything for me. But I recognize and yeah. acknowledge that it, it. You know, it's a well-made film and it's very important. In it in also the, in has the single greatest misdirection shot in horror history. So that's nice. Which is. Um, I've mentioned this before, but. Khan walks into house uh-huh. with immaculate fucking set design, like Kubrick level shot of the house, frankly. Yeah. Except Kubrick would use an actual camera and not I'm a, sure, I'm sure. a cereal box with like <laughs> a bulb in it. Because that film looks like garbage. Yeah, but yeah, it does. Brilliant shot. Uh, massive steel door on one side of the mm. staircase. I know what you already, mean. Yep. Already, yep. you're shitting it. Yeah. He's walking along. I get goosebumps when I think about how good this is because I think it might have been an accident, which makes it even better. When he trips, he up. trips, and yeah. you look at the floor. And when you look at the floor, Leatherface opens the door. By the time you've looked up, it's cut to him raising the hammer up. Yeah, and then it comes down with perfect rhythm. The yeah. guy fucking drops like a sack yeah. of spuds. It's a great yeah. performance. Yeah, and starts fucking shuddering. Yeah, like, and then Leatherface drags him in, slams the door shut. That is it's perfect. That is a brutal it's sequence. Perfect. That is a really effective sequence. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there is something about when that opening narration starts, and you know, it's yeah. telling you that it's a true story. Yeah, in it, and then yeah, <laughs> of yeah. course, right. But they I never mean, it, It's a pity that it doesn't. For me, that it starts getting boring because the 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 dread of that film in the opening first ten minutes is tangible. Like the the fact that you've set it up yeah. that this is going to happen, you're waiting for something to happen, and then mm. it starts getting really off kilter. It just it just does not deliver in certain elements for me enough to yeah. be able to like it. But I mean, it's it's a well made film. Mm. I, I totally acknowledge that. Mm. But there's there's something about the stock of that mm. period, like the film stock of that period, mm-hmm. and the. Totally under budget, totally amateur filmmaking well, that is evident in things mm-hmm. like Texas Chainsaw, Last House, Evil Dead. Well, it almost looks like Super 8. It's not, yeah. but it looks like it. But the, the, no, the, is it 16 millimeter? Could I want to say 16 millimeter. Probably 16 yeah. millimeter, I would say, yeah. Now, yeah. The, the thing of it is that the point that I wanted to raise is as extreme as some of the stuff we've talked about gets, like the, you know, the Saw films and stuff, yeah. they are very mainstream. They feel very oh, yeah. mainstream. They feel safe. Mm. Those films look like they were made by a bunch of fucking psychopaths. Just, yeah. just in terms of like the techniques that they mm. utilize, the this everything just looks grungy and yeah. horrible. And 
like the Evil Dead remake. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Or the, well, I it's, it's sort of a quasi-remake. I have um, thoughts about that one, yeah. I will say that it went, just in terms of on-screen violence, it went further than I ever expected it to. And there is yeah. w- there is one absolutely beautiful shot where it's like blood red. And I think she's sawing the guy. And it's just this huge geyser. But it, the, it, the whole shot is like lit blood red. And she, they are basically silhouetted as she's chopping down this dead eye that yeah. looks fucking gorgeous. But it felt safe. Yeah. The, ori- the original Evil Dead did not feel like a safe film to watch. The, do you know I was, what? Do you know what I, know I mean? Exactly about, what the, mean. about the texture exactly of it. The original Evil Dead is fascinating. I'm going to talk about one thing about that in a second because yeah. this is an interesting point about censorship. Now, the Evil Dead remake from 2013. 2013, I think. Yeah. Yep, yep. Now, it feels safe, but I saw that in the cinema mm. and I honestly enjoyed myself. It's not good. No. But I enjoyed myself. And then it came on uh, Channel 4 in 2015. Mm-hmm. I put it on, I sat down, and I was like, what the fuck is this? This, there is, there, it's so much more violent than the cinema version. What's going on? Right. Looked into it. Uh, they literally sent them the wrong master. They sent them the uncut version you can't get anywhere else. <laughs> anywhere. Wow. You can't buy it. Okay. It's not available. The only time it's been screened is that one time <laughs> on what? Channel 4. Did they actually acknowledge this? Uh, well, look, people looked into it and found out, yeah. Right. They asked around, but did they actually acknowledge yeah. that they'd screened the wrong one? No, they didn't. No. Oh, okay. Uh, and they've screened it again since, and it's been the correct print. Right. But thank Christ, some cappers were able to get it. Hmm. And now that exists because Channel 4 fucked up. Wow. Now, that's interesting to me, because there's also a channel called The Horror Channel on Freeview. Yeah. That will occasionally go apeshit mental and screen something that has no BBFC classification. Okay. Like they showed, it's out now, but a few years ago, they showed the uh, trauma ish film Bloodsucking Freaks okay. at midnight. Right. And at that time, to do that is ridiculously illegal. It, <laughs> it has no, no certificate. But they just went, we don't care, no one's watching anyway, fuck it, right. let's put this on. Okay. And people like, let's put on fucking Bloods and Freaks, you know. <laughs> and they've done that two or three times now. Wow. Like, they've just shown something that's not legal to show, because mm. they could. When when the when we went to see The Devils, the Ken Russell film at the Arts Big yeah, House, fucking that hell. was not legal to do. No. I can tell you for a fact yeah. they didn't have the license but, to do that. I mean, there's, there's a good example of a film that looks like it's just lunacy. Yeah. You know, it's just like completely... Off, yeah. off the fucking rack, unhinged, uh, yeah. and just this guy is just let loose with a camera mm-hmm. and money, and it's just yeah. like do what you want, and it feels, <laughs> it reminds me ridiculously bad. Film. Yeah, I mean, this was before again before I had a, a lot of yeah. exposure to you know really really good films. I think I made us go and see that, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, um, but I'm so glad you did. Mm. By the way, it's the first the only only time I've seen it because mm. they they just they won't fucking show now. that any reverence. It's out now on DVD. But is it? Lovely it's, DVD it's, copy. It's still not on Oh, it's, on, it's still on yeah, yeah, so fucking yeah. hell, stop pissing about I think, it, But the thing is, I think it's now a point where the BBFC aren't cutting it, they've just lost the footage. Mm. So it's not really the so same. Clean. Now, the now, one, one point I want to make about The Evil Dead before I forget. Yeah. The original Evil Dead. Mm. Now, The Evil Dead is a horror comedy. It's a yeah. very extremely black horror comedy, but it's yeah. definitely a comedy. Mm. And censorship made it scarier. Yeah. Because there's a sequence where... <laughs> Ash is getting bludgeoned. With a fucking two by four, uh-huh. and he gets hit on the head like eleven times, and yeah. it becomes funny because uh-huh. it's so ridiculous. And he's yeah. going like, "Bong, yeah. ah, bong!" It's pure Sam yeah, Raimi. Right. It's Sam Raimi. I got you. I got you. And then the the BBFC went, "No, cut out like nine of those." Uh-huh. So it just becomes a short, sharp piece of violence. That's and not slapstick. No, that's that's an interesting point. I'll, I'll come yeah. back. I'll come back to that because you've raised a really good point. Yeah. What I was going to say is 
Like the the textures and stuff. How how unhinged those films feel, and how you are totally in the mm-hmm. hands of this. It it seems it feels like for two hours you are strapped in, and you are in the hands mm-hmm. of this complete mm-hmm. psychopath who is just going to do what he wants. Yeah. Now I hadn't seen the original Hills Have Eyes at this point. Yeah. I saw the remake of the Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. And I was genuinely scared how far they were going to take it. Yeah. When that that trailer attack is oh, gosh, fucking yeah. vicious. Yeah. Now yeah. The, this is where. The original Hills Have Eyes, I think, is a quite a really clever commentary because it's Wes Craven and he's, he's a really clever guy. Yeah, I think was. Yeah, was. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, I think it's better executed than Last House on the Left. But oh, I, th- yeah. I think he still has a long way to go as a filmmaker. Yeah. I think the remake of The Hills Have Eyes is much more visceral, has much more immediate sort of real gut-wrenching impact, yeah. but it's nowhere near as clever. It's way that, too it's glossy as well. Dumb as a fucking Way post. too glossy. Um utilizes the the landscape really well. It mm-hmm. feels acrid. It feels like, you know, mm, this is yeah, fucking yeah, nightmarish. Yeah. I um, think the main guy does a decent performance. Yeah, well. I think he yeah. does. Pyro from the fucking X-Men. Yeah, I forgot. Exactly. Yeah. But that trailer attack is vicious. When he when the guy points the magnum at the baby, mm. given everything that's come before that, I'm like, how fucking far are they going to take this? Yeah. And I felt genuinely scared. I was like, yeah. I don't know that I actually want to keep watching this because this could end up being... Yeah, horrible. I mean, it's fucking horrible. Yeah, but that's how I felt watching things like Evil Dead and stuff. I mean, because yeah. well, that that's the the sense yeah. that I got. I mean, I I don't really rank any of those films as ones I go back to or anything, but yeah. just that sense of being in the hands of somebody who is just a complete lunatic. Well, I love Evil Dead, the first one, and I think the texture goes a long way for that because I, Evil yeah. Dead Two: Dead by Dawn. Yeah. I think is glossy and Hollywood, and I don't like it as much. See, I love it. I th- I think that's the one that gets the balance absolutely right. But I prefer the first one simply because I like that crafted feel it has of just let's do whatever. Okay, that's like, fair. They, they have made, that's they, fair. Then the effects are just them making right. effects. They haven't got like an effect house. Well, they they the, just do it themselves. Yeah, the point you were making about yeah. the restricting the amount of blows to the head yeah. makes it scary as opposed to making it funny. Yeah. I come back to something like Rob Zombie's Halloween. Mm-hmm. Right. Rob Zombie's Halloween and Halloween 2 are some of the worst examples of horror I have ever sat through. And I... I personally have only seen the first one and okay. I found it to be a absolutely passable one-watch slasher film. It's... Okay, I... Well, I don't have the affection for Halloween that you have, so no. I can't... Well, I... I think that John Carpenter's Halloween is one of the singularly best horror films ever. Yeah. But it's about pure simplicity. It's everything in it is essential because, you know, I, I made this point before about his early work. It's just, he's very much an essentialist. Everything that's in there needs to be in there. It's just bare bones what, what needs to be to get the story told. A monkey and some shines. Exactly. Rob Zombie's Halloween just throws in a bunch of needless crap. But his mm-hmm, his mm-hmm. attitude to violence in those films is repugnant. Yeah, he will, especially in the second one. In the second one, it just gets vicious. I've not like, seen it. Thank th- there is, well, there is a sequence uh, in a strip club, I think, where Mike, Michael Myers. Yeah, because there, yeah, every single character in those films is grotesquely unlikable. Yeah, apart from. The sheriff, mm. like the, he's the one morally centered guy. <laughs> well, it just Every- reminds me of that Monty Python sketch, "The Worst Family in the World." <laughs> yeah, that's that's basically that's it. Yeah, transport me. that and make yeah. that about every single character 
inhabit yeah. in an entire yeah. fucking town of people, yeah. and that's Rob Zombie's well, making, Halloween. Making Michael Myers be what he is because he had a shitty upbringing is just trite. It's just, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Just trite. But there's a bit where he goes into Go a strip on, club, yeah. and he grabs this stripper, yeah, and he starts smashing her into this mirror. Mm-hmm. And I'm not joking, he does it 11 times. And it's not funny, mm. and it's not scary. It mm. becomes numbing. Yeah. It's like, this is just blunt force bullshit. Mm. And there's nothing there's nothing in the violence to make it like funny. Yeah. There's nothing in it to make it affecting. All you see, literally, is and it's just held the same shot and it's just him smashing this poor woman in a mirror eleven times mm. with the same sort of like you know, that sort of shaky, shaky yeah. thing and the sort of music they're going brom 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 you know, and it's just I felt numb. It sounds just, like it's, it's made by committee, it's, man. It sounds it, rotten. It's, it's fatiguing. It's really fucking boring. Well, Rob Zombie's a terrible filmmaker. Rob Zombie's a fucking idiot. I mean, I love some of his music, but the guy is no filmmaker. Um, well, I mean, I, he made an animation movie called The Haunted World of El Supervisto. I never and saw it. I love animation. I love adult animation. It's, it's, it's trash. Do you know what the it's best horrible thing? horrible garbage. Um, that animated sequence he did for Beavis and Butthead, Dear America. Mm. That was Quality. good. That was yeah. good. Although he didn't really do that. He just put the song on it. I okay. Oh, did he not animate it as well? I don't think so. I'm I fairly sworn... sure they just used the Rat Fink, Suicide Tanks and Cannibal Girls. So. Oh. I could have sworn that he animated them. <laughs> I love that sequence. Yeah, it's We've got to talk about animation sometimes. So we I'm, I'm, yeah, we definitely will. But that, there's an example of violence where it's just like, it doesn't work in any capacity. No. Um, but this is part of a larger point you want to make about violence, right? Well, sort of. Because yeah. re-watching the Saw films, I... At points when I was watching them, I felt sad. Yeah, and I so thought which we've, because, we've covered of, because yeah, yeah. of how I've changed in my approach to films mm. and horror films and humanity and morality. Yeah, and I thought I think I'm watching these films, and when you get to the, the uncreative, horrible, mean traps, mm. and I'm just thinking to myself, what is what am, what am I getting from this? What would someone get from this? I don't yeah. get it. I don't understand what this is. Like, I don't know why this was ever a thing, really. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a fan. I still consider myself a fan of those films, and I like the ones that have something going on, you know. Mm. Mm. But then, when it's like, you know, oh, I've locked you in this thing, you have to put a pound of flesh to get out, uh, or fuck you, you know. Yeah. And it's like, so as an audience, are we sitting there like, yeah, come on, cut yourself up, mate. Yeah, <laughs> ooh, you know. Yeah. It's not like Freddy, no. where you're like, You'll say something like, oh yeah, that's a good kill. And then I think to myself, that's fucking weird language. But I still get what you mean. Because mm. you're, it's like, Freddy turns into a TV, picks up woman and says, welcome to prime time, bitch. And slams her head into his yeah. teddy belly. That's funny. Yeah. And yeah, it's, I it's, say, it's I depicting think, a death. Yeah, the last thing. it's cartoonish. Yeah. I said it about Brady Chucky, remember? Yeah. In yeah. the last podcast. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I was saying like, when he when he smashes the, the champagne pot against the mirror, and yeah. all the shards of mirror just cut them up in it fucking chunks. Yeah. Like, when I say it's a good kill, I yeah. mean it's like, because you've got these generic, horrible characters, and Chucky's really charismatic yeah. and sort of it's funny. It's creative, yeah, as well. and it's yeah. creative. Yeah, it's it's well executed in terms yeah. of seeing everything that's going on. And but it's spectacle. really it's it's creative. Yeah, it's it's and, it's and afterwards spectacle. you and afterwards you go, holy shit! Remember that bit with the mirror? Yeah, exactly. I mean, but if you said that about Halloween too, everyone would go, yeah, it was boring. Yeah, it was <laughs> no, or they would say no yeah. because I scrubbed that from my yeah, fucking mind. Yeah, this is a distinction I had to make because. The bad Saw movies, the bad bits of the Saw movies, yeah. when I watch them, I just think to myself, and this is maybe an pre- unpleasant thing to think, because it is making kind of a judgment in a way, but it's yeah. not meant to be. Mm. 
it's me it's me thinking who is this for? Yeah. And then the answer is not pleasant. The answer is not a good answer. Yeah, that's yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. When you think who is this for and you think this is for base level gore hounds. Yeah. But the gore isn't creative. So there's not even offering them anything really. It's no. just sort of horrible. And it's just characters who, with innocent sort of kind eyes and mm. faces screaming in pain and lingering on the pain. It's... And it's like I don't like this anymore. I don't like this. I never. I mean, I didn't. I, I didn't really like it before. Like, I like the creativity of the traps, and when it, you take that away, imagine all you're all you're doing is it's putting you in the position of a fucking murderer. Imagine, it's imagine horrible. if if uh, Bambi instead instead of her mother getting shot, she got sort of cornered and sort of flayed alive. Yeah. Um, and you had to watch all of it. Yeah. <laughs> so did Bambi. Imagine that. Yeah. And so did Bambi. It's yeah. it's that is sort of level, basically, yeah. is what you. And then you cut to like Bambi pissing and shitting himself. Yeah, at the and, sight of and all the other thing. forest animals laughing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's and videoing it. It's an odd thing. Um, I mean, I like violent films. Yeah. I've always liked violent films. I like just, but they have to mm. either because you know I'm, you know, as as much as I like violent films, I'm not inhumane, and no, I, you're not, I, no. I, I think there there are some. Real examples of stuff that have really affected me like severely over over the years, and just in terms of thinking how horrible and, and nasty it is. Um, a lot of times, I turn myself off to it, mm. but things like um, it it just needs a filmmaker who knows how to execute a certain tone. Mm-hmm. If I think of something like Robocop. Which is, I mean, it, this is not a horror well, film by Robocop any means. Well, Robocop is comic book. Yeah, well, yeah it is comic yeah. book. I mean, it's not a horror film at all, but it Exploding is. It is and melting man. Exce- what a great excessively movie. violent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when, as I say, when, it's it, but it's sort of making a point. Mm. When the guy in the boardroom mm. gets killed by Ed Two Nine, and he's getting pumped for that what? Shit's what? Funny. Yeah, but it it's get, gallows humor. Yeah, but it's funny. it really is because. Yeah. It, the extended cut is even worse because it goes on longer. The guy yeah. is just getting absolutely well, riddled. The and he's extended al- cut—that's the only one you're going to get these days, yeah. right? Basically. And it's already dead. Yeah. He's already dead, but he's still fucking rattling yeah. him, and things are just blowing off everywhere. And then he finally stops, and the, the, somebody says the immortal line: "Yeah, somebody call a goddamn paramedic." <laughs> it's like, don't bother. Yeah. <laughs> just don't bother. Satire. Like the melting guy getting yeah. hit by oh, the that's car hilarious, and just though. bursting with his ridiculous. Blah, 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 face. Yeah. The hilarious. thing is, you get this massive splash of gore, and then the head rolls up the windscreen and explodes on its own as well. It's just like fucking hell. This is sick, but I but love it. The thing is, the tone of that film yeah. is not especially gritty or serious. No, it's, it's not comedic to a yeah. degree. And these and, are all and, um, the film is emotional. There is emotion in that film. Yeah, they're really. But I mean, it's no, a comic book. At it's the same a comic time, book film. Absolutely. Mm. Watching Murphy getting executed, totally different. Yeah. When he gets his hand blown off, and these guys, these yeah. guys are all lining up to sneer and fucking bully him, mm. basically, and then they're blowing holes in him. Yeah. Like that's fucking horrible. Yeah. But when you see it happen to them, you're like fucking cheering. But that's you know? the difference between that and the Saw films. Is yeah. When now it's interesting you say about like fodder, basically in, yeah. in horror films. Cannon fodder, yeah. yeah. Murphy is not cannon fodder. No. And in Saw, there's really no effort put. It's not even so much that these characters are necessarily like fodder, so it's they don't care when they die. It's that they're actively unpleasant in, at times, mm. in a way that. 
it's meant it's it reminds me of the the premise of that movie that show Dexter, which is why I didn't want to watch it. Is it seems to be about the viewer receiving some form of mild catharsis from a wor- like this guy's a murderer, but this other murderer is worse, or this other guy he's killing is worse, and, and that seemed to be the premise. And I was I, I just found that objectionable. Entirely. Although I'm not, I don't want to get into a thing about Dexter. It's just my basic. Fair enough, I'm, yeah. I'm using my possibly incorrect opinion of Dexter uh, to compare to Saw. Right. Because in okay. Saw, it's kind of like because this guy is says you know is is a hateful misogynist. You now it's now okay for him to die. You can cheer. Yeah. You can but cheer it, when he dies. But it's not just dying. It's yeah. watching them suffer. Yeah. Like they they have to cut pieces off themselves. They, yeah. you, you have to endure minutes of them screaming in agony. Yeah. Um, they're not built up enough as characters mm. uh, to be sympathetic towards when they're no. doing this, and they're they're not just like disposable, as we were talking about fodder. Where it's mm. just like it's not like watching Jason go through a bunch of just stupid teenagers, mm. like that cornfield sequence in Freddy vs Jason. Oh yeah, I don't care about the shit yeah, like that. And you just see him go through them one after the other. Mm. They're they're cannon fodder, right? And that's that, that's that hilarious. That sequence is the difference between Freddy vs Jason and Saw. Four, five, six, and seven yeah. is that Freddy vs. Jason is directed by a competent and uh, entertaining director, yeah. Ronnie Yu, I believe. Yeah, yeah. and who it's, absolutely it's a movie, loads it with energy. It's a movie that yeah has great energy, really and fun. It energy. has comedy, yeah, and it has you know it's like a carnival ride. It's like yeah. it scares and this yeah. kind of ride. And in Saw, it's like no, this is serious and gritty, but at the same time, you know, here's okay. the bullshit. Here's one, yeah. Going through something like Freddy vs. Jason and watching mm. a bunch of people get killed is like um, a roller coaster. Mm. Going through one of the Saw films is like that roller coaster breaking down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. grinding to a halt. And making you endure every single motion of yeah. it. So, like, you are going in one of those loops. Yeah. And you are hanging upside down for mm. about half an hour while it completes the loop. That, that's, that's, that's how I would compare the two. Mm. You know? Yeah, no, um, that's a good... Analogy, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're definitely getting to Elm Street. There's a podcast to be done we're, in Elm we've Street. Definitely we, Elm Street we, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think we've got to think about mm, wrapping this up a bit. Okay, but... is there anything... I mean, because... Like, well, you... for me, really, it's just... I, find, I, I, went, I went through a phase of maybe a couple of years ago when I stopped liking violence in cinema mm, at all yeah. because I was having this kind of almost sort of crisis of morality, mm. which is, do I really want this? Mm. And I've reached a point now where I can embrace... Like that, I can go. Yeah, I do like violent films. I like violent films that have a sense of morality to them mm. and a sense of actual morality, not a fucking fake sense of oh, your policy is bullshit. You know, like <laughs> insurance is bad. It yeah. has to be the character, the moral characters. It's just I don't like the implication that bad people deserve to die. Let's put it that way. Yeah, well, I've never liked that. I, you know, I will jokingly, I will say, I hope Piers Morgan gets his dick ripped off <laughs> and yeah. all his organs come out with it. That sort of thing. Well, it's like when when, when Stuart Lee was doing that huge rant about the Top Gear guys, which though. is fucking amazing. That is blistering. Ten minute fucking blistering. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, if you've never seen Stuart Lee stand up, go and go and have a look. Yeah. But he, if he, you prefer a milder comedian, did, please but, ask for Yeah. Him. But he yeah. did this ten minute like. Uh, thing about the Top yeah. Gear guys. If and you what comes go on are, YouTube and type Stuart Lee Top Gear, it's on you'll there. find it. It's yeah, brilliant. and it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, it's clever, really, and really it's funny, is. and it's brilliant. The thing is, yeah. I, I, no, this is a kind of serious point. Um, yeah. It comes back to it was a few years ago when I think 
it was revealed that one of Jamie Bolger's killers was uh, getting released, and he was getting given Oh, yeah, it. the public went blood. Yeah, yeah. and he yeah. was getting given a new identity yeah, at the yeah, cost yeah. of the taxpayer and all this sort of shit. Yeah. And somebody, who I no longer have on my friends list for obvious reasons, um, started going on about, oh, well, you know, they should find him and just fucking tear him a new one. Mm. I'm like, okay, so... Imagine a mob. Imagine a mob goes to his house, yeah, and kills him. Mm-hmm. What would what would the reaction of his parents be? Do you think that his well, parents would um, yeah. come back as well, a they, Kruger? <laughs> yeah, no. But do you yeah. think that guy's parents would mm-hmm. they then be justified in going after all their children because of what they did to him? And then where does it end? It's just this constant well, fucking horrible cycle of violence. Saying. So I know what you're talking about in terms of. I don't think it's right that, you know, yeah, it, for, it was Venables. It was Venables. Venables, yeah. Go to, find Venables, kill Venables. Now, yeah. the thing that gets me about that yeah. is the person saying that mm. is imagining a child. Yeah. Because they don't know what he looks like. No, that's, that's They're it. imagining the uh, evisceration of yeah. a small child mm. as penance mm. for a crime that occurred over a decade and a half ago. Yeah. When. And it, it's that whole thing which upsets me massively. I find it fucking distressing. Mm. Which is the British public's capacity for bloodshed and mm. bloodlust when it comes to uh, paedophiles, child killers, anything like yeah. that. It's like, you know what? Uh, you know, this is probably a bit too heavy to get into on this, to be honest. But it's like... It sort of relates to what you were talking about, though. Just you, the, yeah. Rehabilitation has to be a fucking thing. Otherwise, mm. there is no point. Like, the, if you don't believe people can be better, if you don't believe people can like pay for their crimes, mm. then fuck you. Yeah. Like, honestly, that, that you you have to understand that you have to like it. But if you are if you are saying this guy killed a kid, let's kill him. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, what? Where's the logic there? Like, come on, yeah. think about what you're saying for one second. Yeah, like you're emotional. I get it, but come on. Well, it's for but one it's, second. But when you think of yeah. you know. What they did to that little boy, it, yeah. it would be very easy. I mean, I'm I'm not excusing it by any means, but no. I, I can very see how it's easy. I just, oh my, how could you, you know? Because yeah. I think it's because it's so incomprehensible, yeah. Like how anybody could do that, and because you can't justify it mm. to yourself in any regard, it's just like, well, they must be evil. Just fucking kill them. You well, know? this is a binary thing. This is what what leads to many of. The, 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 we were talking recently about my problems with um, liberal hypocrisy and yeah. Stuff like that, and it's because of things like, you know, this this argument is complicated, but I want to win, so yeah. let's just make it binary. Let's yeah. just have good and evil. Good side, <laughs> good side is beautifully put. Good side, well good side is my side. Yeah, bad side is people who disagree. Anyone who disagrees for any reason, no matter how fiercely or vociferously they disagree, yeah. or even lightly they disagree, they are the enemy. They are yeah. with the enemy. That's that's it. They have done everything the enemy yeah. have allegedly done as mm. well because mm. they're with the enemy. It's like people who say, like, oh, this is a David Mitchell thing, but you know, like, as someone who likes football teams says, oh, yeah, we're going up this year. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, because you like it, you've decided that you're in it. You know, it, it makes no sense. It's <laughs> yeah, not yeah, yeah. sensible logic. And this is getting kind of heavy, I guess. But no, but we, just in terms of the point where you're like, yeah. when, when they paint these bad people, yeah. and you're supposed to enjoy some sort of catharsis yeah. of seeing them getting, like, and it's not even just killed, mm. uh, it's tortured. Yeah. It's just like it's ripped apart. Well, you look, you go on, m- for minutes where you actually get to enjoy yeah. their agony. You go on Facebook and look, at, really look at the comments on anything like that, and yeah. you will find like middle-aged housewives saying yeah. they should be locked 
in a room and tied to a chair with the family and have their balls removed with pliers yeah, 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 yeah. and their eyes poked, pecked out by ravens. Yeah. And it's like, are you frigging while you're writing this? Because that's the only thing I can possibly fucking it's, fathom. Yeah, the, the, the level of... It sounds masturbatory to me. It's it does. Weird. The level of detail yeah. that they put in the description of what they would like to do mm. them is almost pornographic. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, okay, you win the contest. Yeah. Of, you're better than a murderer? Yeah, okay. But do you know what? I would like to see you do it yourself and see how you can live with yourself as you watch this life like ebb out in front of you and you be responsible for that. How how the hell are you going to live with yourself? Charlie Brooker did a very good Black Mirror episode about this called White Bear, actually. Never seen Black... What, what was it called? White Black, Bear. Black Mirror. Black Mirror. TV never, show ne- for Channel 4. Never seen it. He did a very good episode of Black Mirror which was about vigilante justice. Right. Uh, but it's because there's a... Black Mirror's basic premise is it's the Twilight Zone but with technology. Okay. And uh, it's not all good. But White Bear was basically a woman who had previously uh, killed a child, uh-huh. was trapped in basically a, a simulation that was televised live, uh-huh. in which she was hunted down right. by everyone, basically. Okay. And, okay. and it's like, you, I mean, this is a spoiler, because you don't know the twist till the end, which is mm. that she did this. But then it's like, she lives this every day, she gets, she, she gets to, like, it's a TV show, she gets out of it. And then the next day it lets reset because it's a simulation and she has to do it again forever. Mm. And it's like, oh yeah, pair penance. She tried, she killed a child, therefore she should live in a digital hell forever. Mm. And, right. and it's, it's about that kind of crowd, like uh-huh. vigilante mob justice. And it's bloody good. And okay. I liked it a lot. For TV, it was absolutely harrowing as well. Which is, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, that's, yeah. that's quite he difficult to... He's quite an interesting person, that Charlie Brooker. Right? He is, and he's, he's very intelligent and very, you know, direct in his opinion and everything. You know, yeah. you, you, you're, <laughs> he, uh, he doesn't piss about you. He calls a spade a spade, mm. you know, kind of thing. Just like, mm. just in terms of his opinion. Now, and... See, I could actually go on about this for like an hour longer because <laughs> I, I get, like, riled mm. by the yeah. violence thing because I hate... The ignorance of saying no has no effect. Every, everything I do is fine because mm. I don't feel like defending it. I don't want to think about the shit that no. I consume. Well, Tar- Tarantino, you know, yeah. he, like recently, yeah. you know, I think who, who was it that challenged him about Django and about his, his film violence, and he was just like, "I'm not talking about oh, it." Oh, was that when he did the interview? And just like yeah. didn't respond. Yeah, that was that, it. Yeah. it was like, I'm shutting your butt down. It's yeah, like, but, well, yeah, you're not really. It's like you, you took the the point of. I don't have to defend my work to you. Yeah. It's like, well, you've got to answer it to someone because well, what you're putting out, said, you're putting this out in the public, and yeah. you know, you... if he if he had just said, I don't want to get into that now, but uh-huh. I I appreciate, like you know, I can appreciate. I I don't want to undermine your opinion, yeah, you know, because yeah. I mean, I've had I'm getting a bit self indulgent now, but I've no, had yeah, I've done yeah, comics yeah. and things yeah, where yeah, people yeah. have said. That's fucking out of order, uh-huh. and I've been like, "Fuck you! Don't fucking try and change my fucking art, you cunt." Yeah. You know, and then I think about it for a year, and I realise they were actually right. <laughs> they were right, <laughs> just because I made this thing that I'm clo- I made this thing and I'm close to it. But they were right the mm. whole time. They were right, mm. and uh, I don't know. I think Tarantino has obviously. I mean, I'm about to say I think Tarantino, Tarantino has a big ego, which is like saying, "Does the Pope shit in the woods really?" <laughs> <laughs> and you know I kind of yeah, like yeah, his yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah. But, but we, we covered that in the Tarantino podcast. Yeah, his attitude to violence, like, you know, mm. take something like Django, where you're supposed to enjoy the catharsis that, of Django getting all his revenge yeah. against these slavers. At the same time, you've got something like, you've got these horrible generic stock characters, mm. and then you've got this, this thing where a guy just gets ripped apart by dogs. I'm like... Oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, yeah. I... 
you can't. Credit, you don't see that though. To be fair, no, but it's it's that's done with a discretion shot. Yeah, but it's horrible. Well, it's, it's to make you hate Candy more. Yeah, it's, it's a, he, so he dies as a fucking yeah, narrative it's, device. It's to justify even more. Yeah. And then you've got this horrible soundtrack over him, just like with six shooters. You know, just like he's he's the like Avenging Angel. Well, I mean, I as I, you know, I like that film, and yeah, I thought the ending but, was hilarious. To be honest. Yeah. Um, but there, I think there is some cathartic violence in that movie. But to like hear, when he whips the the whippers, yeah, I love that. But to to hear him talk about it, to hear him open yeah. a dialogue about his film, it's like it's much more important than that. It's not just. <laughs> but it's like you know, he's got it, a totally, a, if a black director made this, it would have meant something. Yeah. You know, it, it, well, he, he, it's like he makes yeah. some sort of black association, and uh, yeah, and it's totally We're unearned. Into fucking yeah. Tarantino too, Again, aren't we? see, yeah. we, we've we've gone over this, but I think yeah. it's, it's a point worth making that he's he's got this horrible association with the black community that mm. he feels that he's earned, and he feels it gives him the right to use words like you know mm. the n word, which even I feel uncomfortable saying. I, I don't yeah. feel there's any. Just, well, I mean, there's no reason to you know, say it there's because no everybody reason, knows we have, we have what, no what I mean. Exactly. Yeah, the thing is, the the word is like. I mean, I know, I know people. I've known people who have said like, "No, I do." Like white people have said, "No, I do use that word with my white friends." Ironically, not out in public yeah. or anything. Mm-hmm. And my reaction to that is, "Well, why? Like, why would you do that? Like, why don't you use yeah, a different word? Yeah. What, what 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 does it mean to you when you say that word? What what, what does it mean to you? Mm. What's what's your where are you coming from? Yeah. And there's no answer because they don't. People don't want to think about the fucking shit they're saying. Yeah. And really, that's what it boils down to for me with violence. I have no problem with violent cinema anymore. Mm. Uh, but I have a problem with people who think they don't get to think about the shit they consume. Mm. They don't have to do it. They just no. think, nope, don't feel like it, don't care. I'm not saying you should live in fucking horrible, contorted agony at the idea that you like blood splatters. <laughs> you should at least when you should at least acknowledge, yeah. It is a bit weird, isn't it? Sometimes. Can you can you imagine yeah. if Jigsaw put in a trap everybody that enjoyed the soft? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> slowly decreasing number of people. Yeah, yeah, it's just like basically just a couple of people left in the world because <laughs> yeah. um, that they a lot of people saw those and enjoyed them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's an interesting point. I mean, it, there is there is stuff within those films and within that genre. Yeah. I mean, that is a genre. Beyond the Saw films, I gotta say, never particularly interested me. I didn't go. No. Even my enjoyment oh, of that. Every Torture Fawn film I've seen that's not a Saw movie has been worthless. Yeah. To me. Yeah. I, I can't think but, of a good one. See, the thing is, that, like, but yeah, I was speaking about the Hills Have Eyes remake earlier. That I saw got lumped in it's with, not. with that genre. It's totally separate. It's, not. it's totally separate. It's but I, th- I think just the level of emotional um, stress. In, within mm. that film, like that they go through, because you know, um, mm. as I say, that trailer attack is fucking brutal. That that is that is typical of his work, as we were we were saying about uh, Alexandra uh, Ar- Arjo. Yeah, I, I don't know how yeah. to pronounce his name, but it's, well, yeah, you objected to me calling his switch. No, I, I was just being a dick. Yeah, I know you were. The original um, Charles Horte tension. Yeah, yeah, but that's got some really visceral, horrible stuff. Like yeah. the, uh, the the when he's. Which doesn't make sense when you see the ending, but the using the decapitated head to get a blowjob. That's funny though. It <laughs> it is, but it's fucking horrible. Well, it's oh, funny because you don't realise it's decapitated. He yeah, throws it out and, the window. until he throws it out of the window. And that's but, then, funny. but then you've got that bit where he, he, he sticks the the guy's head between the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the stair yeah, railings yeah. and takes his head off with a sideboard, yeah. and it's just vicious. Yeah. I mean, really horrible shit. And it's completely implausible. Yeah, but but not. <laughs> It doesn't linger on his suffering. It's no. it, but it, it revels in a to a certain it's extent a very visceral, in yeah. the 
you know, the, the yeah. gore of it. Um, totally on a different level. I don't know why that got lumped in. The Hills Have Eyes, I, I, I think towards the end, becomes basically diehard in the desert. Yeah, the remake and, absolutely yeah. does, by the way. And I it, got no problem with that. No, you know? I, I don't either. That's, that's the thing that the Hills of Eyes remake does that the original doesn't. I mean, obviously, the original, yeah. um, again, I see the original Hills of Eyes as basically like a remake of Last House on the Left. He's using, yeah. he, he's doing the same thing. Much better executed with a different template. You obviously he's using the location because that location is is staggering, staggering and horrible. Yeah. Um, but basically making the same point, um, yeah, 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 but yeah. just better executed. Yeah, I would I would say that's on par with Texas Chainsaw Massacre in terms of its competency. Yeah. I, would, I would say. Um, but the remake, yeah, basically establishes these these characters in this setting. Um, has one. Absolutely horrific sequence. The and, and invasion. It, yeah, yeah, and it's really hard to watch. It really is. Yeah. There's a there's a rape in that. As yeah, well, there's a rape. Yeah. There's there's yeah. like two because it, it's this whole joke about well in the original. Joke. Well, it's sort of. It's not a joke so much, but it's the thing about Jupiter. Oh yes. Like the the guy played by Michael Berryman in the original. Yeah. The the guy that plays that character in the remake doesn't. And the the older mutant comes in and it's like, oh, you've got to be a man to do that. And but he's basically raping her, and then mm. he you know knocks him away, and then he takes his yeah. turn, which is oh, it's it's really sick. Um, yeah. But that's that they're they're much more. He's the only odd looking one in the original. Yeah, where they all look you know v- vagrant now, maybe, but, I, but I sort of normal. My distinction with the hills have eyes is the remake. Mm. I don't feel like it's exploitative. I think it's a well-made film. Yeah. And I don't think it trivializes anything that happens. No, the horror... Which really helps it. The horror, it really tries hard to mm. make the, the horror against, particularly the women. I think... It makes the horror affecting and horrible. And you... Uh, you know, and I think oh, that's... God, well, this is a whole other thing. Violence but, against women is always going to be more yeah, affecting. But then, but then when you get to the yeah. catharsis of the second half, where he basically goes down and hunts them all down. Yeah. Like, yeah, the guy, the main guy. Well, that actually reminded me of Straw Dogs a lot, because it's this mild-mannered sort of glasses guy yeah. turning into a turning, fucking machine. But, uh, which is the, exactly the point of Craven's yeah. original, is like, you know, the, the so-called civilized people yeah. become... You know the murderers and um, Lost House, but well. it is the music of the the remake when he starts killing the mutants makes it really like it's diehard. I I compare it to like Armageddon. Yeah, you know, it, it feels like that kind of action sort of mm. yeah, like triumphant well, music. That, I mean, it works in that because the you want them to yeah. fucking go. Yeah, you really you do. want him to win. Yeah, the the showdown at the end with the hench guy is yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, the I, sheer level of. Excuse me. <laughs> the sheer level of carnage yeah. in that fight is just mm. fantastic, I think. Yeah. There's a yeah, that bit where he breaks into the house and mm. the, the, you've got the the old mutant with a huge head yeah, yeah, that basically yeah. can't Robert move. Johnny, yeah. And then you've got the the hench guy who is just throwing him and yeah. chopping off fingers and stuff. Yeah. And then he he does that great fake out with a mm. little knife and the guy yeah. starts laughing at him and then he's like jabs yeah. it in his foot like takes off his fucking head yeah. or whatever I can't quite remember what and he does and then you There's get that, like that fantastic bit of satire with the American flag as well yeah yeah where he stabs him through the neck yeah. with the American flag and that is great but it basically it reduces all these sort of layers and social commentary of Craven's original yeah. down to we are what you made us basically yeah. so it's dumb as fuck and then the sequel is arse the sequel is arse rot and mm. that yeah um, 
nowhere near as well executed. No. Just uh, what, not we. <laughs> but then, of course, there's the Hills of Eyes Part Two, which I've never by, seen. I've never seen it, but by all accounts, it, it's even worse. When the dog has a flashback. Oh God, yes, I remember hearing about that. <laughs> but yeah. that's like that reminds me of Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight, where um, there's a girl lying on a bed with with a dog, and she has she has a dream. Yeah. Um, and the dog reacts to something that she has dreamt mm. and scarpers off. Now the dog, the dog does not react to her waking up from this nightmare. Yeah. He reacts to the actual content of the <laughs> of the nightmare. So fuck off. Seriously. That's great. That's nonsense. Um, yeah, Hills so of Eyes. Just really, to, now, so just to wrap really up, because we really should wrap this up. Yeah, we we're over we three should've. hours. Um, but you know, it's what we've based on what we were just talking about. I would say that the distinction really is if your film. You can do your extreme violence, you can yeah. do the extreme horror, mm. but you have to earn it. You have yeah. to make your script work, you have to have your yeah. characters mean something, you have to be doing something. That's if it. it's just if you're just doing like as gratuitous and unpleasant as you can yeah. because money, I guess. Yeah, that's it. Then you know what, fuck you, I don't like your film. Well, it's it's kinda I mean I was I was gonna make this point, I was gonna introduce another film um to yeah, talk about. Course, so we'll, yeah. we'll we'll keep this try try and keep this yeah, brief. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Well whatever. The the way yeah. in terms of the extreme horror we're talking about, you know, it's it's like the the saw films and all the sort of gornography ones uh really yeah. focus on the suffering. Yeah. Something like the Hills of Eyes. Yeah. Um introduces this bunch of characters who are all likable within their own yes, you know, they merits. Are, yeah, yeah. There is no the women all are empowered, right? Yes. There's, there's no. It doesn't feel like they're being particularly nasty directed at women who just become weak well, and sort not, of. They're not there to be raped. That's that's it. They're you know, not. They're not there just as furniture being yeah, sort of, you know, which is horrible. And I know how horrible that sounds when yeah, I say that, but you, yeah. you have no idea what these nasties are like. Yeah, guys. yeah. Seriously, seriously. Yeah. Um, David Hess. <laughs> just like House if, to the park on the edge. Yeah. yeah. If you if you if you play a rapist in like three or four films, a murdering rapist, you know, you you just get tagged for life. Really. Yeah. <laughs> but he died yeah. relatively recently, didn't he? he? A couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, I hope he's still playing his twangy guitar in heaven. I hope he's still dead. Yeah. <laughs> Steady on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the the victims in something like the Hills of Eyes remake, or the other film I was going to mention, which isn't extreme, but it, I mean it is. Horrible. Yeah. Wolf Creek. Oh Jesus! Head on the stick. Fucking hell. Yeah. Now that is, I mean, the the horror in that and in the Hills of Eyes remake is is earned. I mean, that character mm. in Wolf Creek is a misogynist. Yeah. You're you're never at a point where, I mean, because you put you puts them through the emotional ringer. Yeah. Um, but it's. It's horrific because they've really taken the time to establish these people as genuine characters who are yeah. likable. I mean, it takes like an hour before there's any sort of horror. Yeah. And that's what you need to do because otherwise it's, it's very, very exploitive. And I think that film really well avoids it as well as the Hills of Eyes remake, as I, as I say, because they, you know, it's not like that. There's that horrible bit where, where the, the older sister comes into the trailer. And she sees her sister getting raped, and then mm. he turns her attention to him. Uh, sorry, he turns her attention to the older sister, and because she's been breastfeeding, he starts like suckling on her, yeah, on yeah, her yeah, breast. Yeah, yeah. Like, th- that's that's such a violation. Mm, um, yeah. But then she uses that to turn the tables on him. Not particularly mm. effectively, unfortunately, because no, but, of, you know, yeah. just sheer. No, but she doesn't just lay back and fucking. No, that's die, it, and you know? she's not just lying there screaming, helpless. You know, she's actively she's 
it's almost like she's allowing that so that she can have some sort of control over it. What's well, the um, distinction between just a victim and yeah. and a plaything? That's suppose. that's it. And the people in the saw films are all victims. That's yeah. that's that's the problem. They're, they're they're just they're there for your enjoyment. Well, it's not so much. Uh, it's, it, it's, that's it's how it's not I feel. so much a, uh, that they're all necessarily victims. It's that. The only reason they're in the film is to get pulled apart yeah. and picked apart. But it's not, and they're not there to do I mean, anything else. And, you know, there's, it's not like they need to be, but there's no reason for it. But do you know what the thing is, actually, thinking about it? Mm. The the mechanics of the various traps are creative, mm, so. but the actual deaths yeah. are not that creative, really. Mm. If, you consider, if you consider the inventiveness in something like Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. the, the amount of deaths in that and the way people are killed. Yeah. Compare the creativeness of the actual deaths in Saw, and it's all variations of the same thing. I mean, mm. the, the setups are, you mm. know, inventive, but the actual. You're losing something, getting something penetrated into your fucking body. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, whatever. That's, that's, that's pretty much it. And it's all, it, and mm. it's basically the focus is on them screaming for three minutes before they snuff it. Yeah. Um, which is, yeah, it's grotesque. And before they snuff it, exhibiting hateful behavior mm. so that you mm. don't feel bad about mm. it. That's it. They're, they're not even. You know, it's it's not even like the sort of just enjoyable cannon fodder of something yeah. like a, a typical well, slasher. If film. I feel like the or, the movie is trying to make you whoop with joy at their death, I don't like the movie. Basically, yeah, that's like fair. yeah, get that bitch. She yeah. said the mean thing. That's you know, that's she fair. exhibited like Man. heightened emotion. I know we we talked about doing the endings next, but th- this really makes me want to do Elm Street next. <laughs> well, maybe we I will. Want, yeah, because oh, I've, I've got so much I want to say yeah. in in relation to what we're talking about the context of something like Elm Street. And I don't want to speak about it because mm, we'll, I want to save we'll it for it. that we'll, podcast. We'll do it. Yeah, we'll do yeah. it. But yeah, basically that's, mm. yeah, horror is a bad. Yeah. <laughs> Except when it's good. Except when it's good. So in essence, we've learned nothing. It's Extreme <laughs> horror. <laughs> <laughs> Three hours, seven minutes, and we've learned no nothing. point. Yeah. <laughs> no point. I'm so sorry. Let's start again yeah. and see if we can get a point. Right. Extreme Chap- horror. Chapter one. Oh, oh wait, turtles. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, turtles. That was, that was extremely no, horrific for real. to sit through. Thank you very much for um, listening to if, our podcast. Yeah, if, you, if you've made it all the way through at the end, thank you, because I think this, mm. is, this is the first time, you know, it's this has been an interesting one because it's not been a list. No, um, it has not. Typically, they've been sort of lists of stuff we to go through. We put a mini list in there in the middle, though. Yeah. But we did, we did. We sort of made that the sort of um, midway point. But I think we both had things that we wanted to say about it. And hopefully we've done it well. Mm. I want to say as a wrap up. (laughs) But um, you be the judge. Yeah. Tread carefully around these films if you want to watch any of them. Yeah, please. Don't don't waste your time with some of them. Be careful because they are horrible. And... It's not about like yeah we watched hardcore shit you know yeah. I watch these movies that are just vile movies and I watch them and I and I don't feel any sense of revulsion because it's not real but at the same time people will react differently to these things and if someone was to say to you yeah I don't watch torture porn movies I don't watch horror movies I, I find them too scary I find them too violent fine good mm, yeah. good for you good we for all know you what we like yeah you know um, I will say the horror genre. Um, Contains more worthless grot than pretty much any absolutely correct genre of film. Well, that's However, because a lot of people's first movies are horror movies. Yeah, easy to do. But having mm. said that, when it gets it right, yeah, it fucking is mm. more spectacular and affecting and affecting than any other genre. So you've really got to weed through a lot of crap to get to the good mm-hmm. stuff. But mm-hmm. next time, 
hopefully, when the next time we talk about horror, we'll talk about good stuff. Yeah, we'll talk about <laughs> Elm Street, so some good stuff. <laughs> Thanks very much for listening. Thank you.